Hey, I'm your host, Captain Dean. Welcome back to another exciting episode. This episode is an after-school special on location at Mellow Matt's Music and More, where everything is cool except for that Lionel Richie record. <laughs> What's wrong with Lionel Richie? I don't know. Get him. Get Hello. Him Oh. I, it's not you I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Where's all the clutch CDs that everyone keeps asking for? What's that Lionel is a cool name. It's like you're a lion. lion, lion. lion. I agree. That's, that's, that's pretty rad. We are here at Mellow Matt's Music and More while Alan is working. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what do we got here? Iron Maiden, bring your daughter to the slaughter. Hey, that's satanic. I, I can get behind Iron Maiden, though. That's evil. Don't get behind Eddie. He's got an axe. Gallop. Hmm. Come Man, on, meet me in the middle. You're what, a bass player. Steve Harris and the Gallop. Yeah. Dean gets it. <laughs> it's it's the British galloping. Yeah. Okay. On the Fender P. Mm-hmm. Uh, woo! What a beginning. <laughs> we are at Mellow Mass Music and More. This is a special edition of the Sound Atlas because Chick Falcon hey. has been featured on the Sound Atlas. Woo-hoo. And... Alice's Star has been featured on the Sound Atlas. <laughs> yes, you have. And yes. and we are here today for a special edition to talk about something very important to all of us and many, many people, and we all agree on this. The music scene and the art scene and the LGBTQ community all play a significant part in helping each other, being a part of each other, and I don't even know how to word it. Moving forward with open minds and open hearts. And this town has been, you know, very open to that. Especially in the last, what, decade? Yeah, would you say? It's coming around. Yeah, it's coming around. But this idea came from you, Allison, yeah. and, um, and Chick came on board. And we were like, we should do an interview and, and talk about this. And I think... That's a great idea. And here we are. Here we are. are. (laughs) So how do you want to begin this interview? Um, Well, we could talk about what we're all doing first, just to kind of break the ice, I think. Break the ice. Go ahead, Chick. What are you doing? Well, you got to lean in. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Chick Falcon of the Daddy Sisters. Lean and whisper in your ear. (laughs) (laughs) It's free real estate. Um... Well, right now, um, my main band is uh, the Daddy Sisters, and uh, like I, I also play in a band called um, Sword of Damocles. We do uh, Rocky Horror stuff, um, but uh, in Daddy Sisters, we're uh, currently recording uh, a new, I guess like the EP, like uh, the EP. Um, You've well, released one single. Yeah, I've released one single. And it's gotten great reception yeah, airplay that, all over you know so, and when i grow up i want to be a girl yeah was a major hit song for a lot of us especially i appreciate it like that's that's the thing like that one did pretty well so i was thinking maybe if a full ep doesn't work out maybe i could release one more song and then uh, <laughs> in, in, in 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 12 and then after 12 years you know i'll have a greatest hits i'll be, it'll just be called like all bangers yeah. is yeah. the daddy sisters a one hit wonder <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I've talked to you over time, especially since we've gotten close, and, yeah. and you're always keeping me updated on everything. But you've had some lineup things and drummer things. But Jake the Snake, well, um, actually, no. Last week, no. I, 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 sent, I sent him some dates and said, "Hey, uh, you think this is gonna like you're gonna be able to do these?" And then um, he's 
said that he's you know he's kind of busy. He's going to oh. step down. So as of last week, <laughs> however, the next week um, I called upon the sixth drummer who's played in the band and uh, <laughs> in the year and a half, and he's up for the for the thing. Who, and, can you say who it is? Oh yeah, his uh, his name's Casey. Okay. Um, and uh, he plays in a band called People Proof. And uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Casey, he's and he can actually tour. So like, he's down to do the. <laughs> That's thing. That's what you need. I was like, so. Well, you realize that Andy Morgan and myself have been sitting on the sidelines, drooling, waiting for the opportunity. <laughs> I, I've been trying to play bass for Chick for like months. <laughs> I've made it public that I would I would go back to drumming full time if I was offered the position to be in the Daddy Sisters. But when that when I met you yeah. was around, well I met you years ago, but when we actually met and got close, yeah, yeah, yeah. was when El Astronauta got going, and uh, so I'm kind of so yeah, busy now. I know, I know you're so busy now, I made a to commitment play. to be in one band right. only, but it was. So, <laughs> I was going to make the exception. Well, we'll see. That's like, I was. I was thinking. I was like, well, well, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, I was like, well, I could ask Dean. I know Dean's real busy with LSN. I got good, cool things happening yeah. with that. It's like because because we played it at the dive that that one. We time, played one show together, yeah. And it was just like. It was. It was fantastic. It was so fluid. It, to just, have one quick rehearsal a week before. Yeah. I knew the material, but I hadn't played a lot of it or any of it. So, of course, it was one of those scenarios. Yeah, yeah. If I had a month mm -hmm. to prepare and and work, die hard on Mm -hmm. everything, I would have totally done it. Oh, no doubt. But, uh, unfortunately, I'm not necessarily in the position to. I thought Jake had... I thought Jake was good, but I, that I love sucks. Jake. And I, I know he's in school. I know he works. I know he's yeah. got a very busy life. Yeah, he's getting ready to move to Louisville. So I, oh, I, I knew, that's going to throw a wrench in things. See, yeah, I knew it was an it was an inevitability. And Jake like, you know, the we're all snake. Yeah, I know we're all good. And he's like my like one of my favorite drummers I've ever played with. He's, he's so fantastic. Good. Yeah, he's so good. He's like a modern day Gene Krupa. Yeah, it was oh, a yeah, great he fit. Is, but he is really good. everyone I, I that really has won. played drums yeah. in the Daddy Sisters has has played the role. Like they they got it. They mm-hmm. musically fit they musically drumming wise mm-hmm. understood the music and the approach that you have on it yeah, well, and so hopefully you've got the uh, uh, moving forward again yeah, moving but you've forward, got the right just, um, like casey's like you know he's he's the drummer now like if, if he wants to keep doing it we'll keep doing it like well i'll keep doing it always but <laughs> it's like there's always room for more drummers like in this it just but as long as Casey wants to do it, then yeah. no, let's let's have him do it. You can always get Chuck Falcon's machine to be in oh my God. Chick Falcon's <laughs> daddy sister. The thing is, the MPC one thousand. Yeah, the MPC. Yeah, MPC one thousand. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that one show. Like, what I ended up doing, it, basically in the middle of the set, I ended up kind of firing them because like nice. their PA was they didn't have any monitors and they had uh. two like tiny PA like speakers that were like eight inches so it just the drummer's like where was this? it was in Nashville really? I was over in Nashville showing my ass you know just like it's like yeah and what sucks is that the count off was super loud very nice it's like a comedy routine up there like what do I do well no matter who's drumming yeah. As long as you've got someone that's committed and oh, yeah. and understanding and 
I think anybody coming into Daddy Sisters should immediately recognize your devotion to work. You don't mess around. You want to play all the time as much as possible. And you have definitely got the the music and the stage presence and the show, all of it. It's it's a complete package. So any drummer should walk into that knowing that. And unfortunately, I think... Maybe Jake and all them might have just not predicted the future that well. But hopefully Casey's the right fit, and yeah, I'm, excited I'm excited to see what that brings me, because me I'm a huge fan of People Proof, yes. and that's very exciting. And he also plays saxophone, so mm-hmm. I was thinking, it's like, maybe if I got that, that drum machine <laughs> in there, it's like, get him on the sax, oh my God, a little toot-toot on the flute flute, oh my God, it'd be so sweet. But you are, as the Daddy Sisters, moving forward, you're going to make a record. You're going to release more stuff, hopefully, in the year 2020 and beyond, correct? Yeah. So we're good there. (laughs) It's like, well, we have about 10 10 songs now, so we'll, we'll be good for the next... Ten years, like <laughs> so. You, so you got to make the song really good. So you yeah. can ride that if it's sucker to real, the yeah, exactly. A lot of bands do that. Allison Starr, yes, yeah. You are involved, yeah, with this awesome band from the outer stretches of the galaxy, known as Louisville. Yeah, called Solar Disco Force. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I want to point out is I love how you've brought grape soda to the interview. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's my drink of choice. Very, very Captain Dean fashion. <laughs> what love are you it. drinking? Coffee. Okay, you got coffee. <laughs> Chick has coffee from Spencer's Coffee. I have coffee the, from the my house. The other place I usually record it. I'm drinking yes. a delicious new grape soda. Very Captain Dean, as very, you said. Very Captain Dean. Yeah, um, I, we'll say I'm involved with um, Solar Disco Force. <laughs> um, Slap around a little bit with the band. It's there. like I have a very nine-inch kind of high position, so hey. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, we're, what are we doing this year? We're doing all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, uh, you Well, you've been a really active band since the beginning. Yeah, They have been a great yeah. active band. And... Um, your involvement with them is phenomenal. That's true. Um, we like to stay busy. Um, the only bad thing about 2020 is that we're not coming out with an album in 2020. I know. No, no well, we've got two single. No, well, you know, we might come out with a single just for you. There is a lot in the works though, because you you've mentioned the possibility of like video and. Oh yeah, um, we're looking you're doing into other things uh, in music video ideas. Oh, cool. And um, a real kicker, and everybody's gonna love this. Is um we're gonna make a Solar Disco Force video game. Yes. Whenever I have time to do that. Yes. And Chick and Dean are gonna be in it. That's correct. <laughs> I've been sitting on that for a while because there's really nothing to share other than the fact. I mean, you could say it, but then like you don't you want people to be like six months later. When's that video game coming? Tell out? me about it. <laughs> so I haven't said anything, but we've been contacted to be That's characters so in a video yeah, game. It's gonna I'm, be a hoot. I'm over the moon about that. <laughs> Take it to E3. I'm just, I would work on it more and I would like capture you all doing stuff. It's just, I have to write songs Mm. and I'm behind writing songs. Mm. Um, One song I'm working on right now, it's very Stevie Wonder. Okay. It's crazy. It's got clavinet and it's got the bass holding down the beat. It's a whole thing. And get this, I do have it. You know what? I'll give you a single. All right. You can have a single this year, chick. (laughs) Um,. What we're about doing. Me? <laughs> you can have it too. Um, we're doing a collaboration with um, a guy who's from Bowling Green, but he's trying to live in Chicago. Um, Crime Night. 
Crime Night. Yeah, it's very electronic. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a crime Night Shyamalan. I, I was I about to say. I have a funny story about Crime Night, but um, yeah, it's it's coming out soon. Like, okay, I didn't good. think it would be coming out this soon, but like, we've got a, a very As good in, like, demo. like spring, summer, like maybe in the next couple weeks. <laughs> okay, so by the time this airs, it might already be. Yeah. And I'll, so I'll, everybody I'll stay locked on the Solar Disco Force updates and whatnot. The song's called Getaway. Getaway. You've heard parts of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Over. At yeah. Place, yeah. But it's it's a lot better now than it is on my computer. So. Oh. Yeah, it's a hoot now. Um, let's see. Oh, I have a funny story about Crime Night. So we were doing this collaboration, and we were approached by Judah of Crime Night. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had to. one of the things we had to do was write lyrics for the song. Yeah. And Professor Eclipse, who was going to write the lyrics for it, thought the song was called Crime Night. Oh. And he was having the toughest time trying to write a song about Crime Night. And he's like, man, I spent two hours on it. I finally got some lyrics. And I'm like, no, that's not the name of the song. That's the name of the band. He's like, are you kidding me? I spent so two hours. Perhaps that could be their uh, you know, theme song or something. Yeah. We are Crime Night. Crime yeah. Night. So, oh, my God. Uh, what else are we doing? Oh, we're going to tour. That's yeah. going to happen this year. We're going to play in Atlanta in June. Oh, cool. We're going to come to Tidballs in April, I guess. We're trying to work that out. Story of my life. Trying to work the work, that out. The working it out. Yep. I have a lot of winter projects. Yeah. Trying to work stuff out. It's been it a out. mild winter. You know, it has. Although I probably just totally jinxed that. And <laughs> now it's going to snow a foot tomorrow. So. Yeah. We are playing a secret show at Q Time. In a couple you weeks. Tell anybody. I've it's heard secret. This through, I've heard about this through sources. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like I'm very like that's my turf of town. So odds turf are town. really good that I'm gonna secretly walk in and not let anybody see me. Yeah, Peter, I'm excited for that. Peter the freshman played there and uh, and yeah, he played there. Uh, I like them a lot. Uh, seems like an art place. They, they have there's a lot of pool playing. They've going changed on there. owners or management, I guess, a couple of times. Uh-huh. So it depends on who's there, kind of based on who books the show oh, and okay. if, if musically. Like some people, like right now, they're cool with going out on a limb and trying yeah. new things. But in the past, it's been the typical top forty classic rock yeah, country yeah, yeah. bands. Yeah, and stuff. people who can play for four hours at a time. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to get shows going um, over at the Bowling Alley because they have a, like a small stage. And I was asking, they do, yeah, yeah. I was really? asking, I was asking a lady who hosts karaoke over there. It's like, hey, do you ever do bands, or would y'all like to do bands? And they didn't say, oh, the, 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 they didn't give me some. They didn't say no. They, they they said no. No. They, they, said, no. they said no. That they just left it that just no. It's like no. oh, but you see. Q Time used to never have bands too. Oh, really? So yeah. again, it depends on who's in charge. Yeah. And I think anybody that is smart, you can walk in and go, "I'm in this cool band, and if we play here, we'll promote the shit out of it." Yeah, totally. A, a People will come here, here and buy You'll drinks. You'll make money. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way to <laughs> do it. And if they look we'll, at you and say we'll no, for you. We'll, we'll come front at the bowling alley. How about we yes. do a Solar Disco Force Daddy Sisters L Astronauta show at the damn bowling alley? That would be so Lane rad. 13 for luck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to wear our socks so yeah. that we don't slip and fall. Uh, I played at a bowling alley up in Detroit, and that was a good time. And then yeah. one in New Orleans, that was a good I've always okay seen time. that most bowling alleys in the country have a bar or something connected to it yeah. that has live music. 
Yeah. So it is kind of strange that our bowling alleys were yeah, always no. against that. Yeah. Well, but it's Bowling Green. The, the place we played at in New Orleans, that was like this, it was on a Tuesday, and the band that opened up for us was like, God, it, it was... The good old boys? <laughs> no, it was like, they were like a 40-piece like high school jazz band. It's like... Like it, show tunes? Oh, you've told me this story. Yeah, it was just like, I mean, that whole like New Orleans like jazz thing. Wow. Yeah. And it was like, it was awesome to watch, but it's like, well, you... you if like, you were so, expecting that. Well, you... If you... Yeah, if you thought that was good, then you're going to hate this. <laughs> 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 then like, the Black Shades play, and then like, shoot! <laughs> See, that's weird. But, I mean, I guess it's the turf thing, right? You're like, in that area where music of that nature is... Like, either that or plus, I mean, we're it was probably like all their parents. Like, and, and, well, yeah, and it's Tuesday there. and everybody has to go to bed. I mean, shit, they had a 40-piece band's got to have a lot of... If they each had a friend come, it's a lot of Yeah, people. I know, it, it was. And, <laughs> and then, uh, and, like, I thought we were going to spend the night, but then Michael Thomas... Was like at one a.m. Was like, oh yeah. By the way, I have to. Uh, I have a shift tomorrow at Jimmy John's. We have to leave now. So gotta be freaky fast to get back in time for that. One. From from how'd New, you like that? How'd New Orleans. Did you like that? Did you like that? I did. Freaky <laughs> fast delivery of the employee. God. Yeah. You can't take. I'm so I'm so glad that I do not work there anymore. Like I had some good times, but I know. had to stop eating Jimmy John's. I don't like the bread. What happened? I just don't like the bread. You just mm. it's up like and decided eating, you don't like the bread? It's like eating uh, styrofoam. You know, I, I can like see it. that. You don't like styrofoam? I don't <laughs> like styrofoam <laughs> bread. Yeah. I'm but the picky, gargantuan. I'm picky yeah, I, no, about I get my it. sandwiches. Oh, I, I get that. I get like, that. I'm picky. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fuck you, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> I was always trying to invent new things you could do with Jimmy John ingredients. Like, I took the bread and I hollowed it out and I filled it with tuna. I made like a tuna pocket, like a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, or like freaky a... fast tuna fast delivery. Or I'd make a make a sandwich that was my signature. It was a... I called it a wet beef. And, <laughs> and what a wet beef is, it's just like... <laughs> You, you take the juiciest portion of beef and anything that we any ingredients that we have that are particularly wet. <laughs> but it wasn't on the menu; it was on the secret menu. I really want to call Jimmy John's now and ask for a, like a Chick Falcon wet beef sandwich. <laughs> oh my God. But see, like something I did I- not see that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, live tonight, wet beef. <laughs> yeah, those are real tears, people. Let me tell you. Oh, good God Almighty! <laughs> that's that's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. About three weeks from now, I'm going to fall on the floor laughing. And so it's like, what's wrong with you? So, Wet beef! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Chick. I needed that. <laughs> wow. Please tell me if you've invented any more sandwiches. Because well, I, I've been thinking of, uh, of other... I mean, it's always foods, like, with, like, junk food or hot dog things, like... <laughs> Uh, the potato dog. Potato dog. Oh, no, that was brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. It was good. 
Yeah, that, that was good. Like, a potato hollowed out with, with a hot dog. With you, with a your your okay. best black and decker <laughs> black and decker <laughs> kitchen drill press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! But, I'm hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I Thank God, there's, there's a, yeah, there's a Pizza Hut next door. Yeah, I might have true. to go over there. Well, I've never eaten at Chickadees, but to, shout out to Mellow Matt's neighbors here because oh, yeah. I don't eat much at the the Chickadees. Yeah, but I go to Pizza Hut quite mm. a bit. Right. Well, <clears throat> Chickadees has food that I really like, but I, from what I hear, it's the kind you have to cook. In which I can cook, but it's just like you can't go in and grab it and just. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's just not their thing. So. Yeah, they're very, uh, from what I've seen, the menu's very oh, yeah. elegant. Like, yeah, yeah, nice. they got good stuff. Uh, the mashed potatoes I hear are like, yeah. But. Yeah. 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 Well, is that where we are now? Yeah. <laughs> Wet beef and Pizza Hut. Yeah. I love that. This is a, this is the greatest intro to an, or yeah. an interview I've ever done. So De- the ice is broken. Dean, <laughs> what 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 are you? What's Elastrana doing, Dean? Uh, we've, we're working on new songs. We put out an EP in uh, right before Christmas in 2019, and uh, seven song EP. And then we've got about 10 to 15 new songs on the horizon. Dang. So our plan is to write, record, and play as much as possible, <clears throat> including shows with the Daddy Sisters and Solar Disco Force coming up in 2020. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's just in early spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Now the ice <laughs> is broken. Okay. The ice okay. is totally broken, but I'm just the host. Yep. With the most. With the most. And I'm on my way out as host. So hopefully the new host Wait, will take over. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Oh come on! No, I didn't. <laughs> no, 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 I've been on. very, uh, I've been very vocal online. I've posted some things. Yeah, I knew that. Russell I know, I Russell so. Brooks knows that I'm I'm nearing my end. Who's well, coming I next? Know. I guess I've been, uh, been sleeping. The last time I talked to Russell, nobody had been named as of yet. There's been some some interest showed, but yeah. so far nobody's like come to the table and said I'll do it. Okay. So. 10-4. Come on! Hopefully they'll walk in the door any minute now. Oh yeah, it, not I'm, not to take over it like yeah. right now, but to say, <laughs> "Hey, I'm here for the audition." Yeah, and I'm like sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Give me your best five questions. Yeah, yeah, man. He's like approaching a hundred episodes and everything. Yeah. I'm like, well past a hundred like, episodes. I noticed really. you yeah. didn't mention anything about wet beef. You're fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't know anything about wet beef, you're wasting my time. <laughs> Secret sound atlas key, you know, like yeah. secret word. Yeah, something else. Red <laughs> beef. I would like always. Ho- ah! well, like, something you do, they do at Jimmy, Jimmy John's, like on the smaller sandwiches, that they hollow out the bread. You could, you know, to put you know more ingredients or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I always hollowed out the bread, you know, so the bread wouldn't like soak it up as much. So you'd have like ultimate wetness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. you. have to eat the, it with a boba straw. Like that, <laughs> that bread hurts my teeth. Oh yeah, it is kind of like, like it was like biting into plastic cardboard or something. What do they do with the bread they scoop out? I usually put I hope they like make bread balls. I usually put sauce on it and just like eat it. You just eat it like yeah, on the job? just I like sh- have like a bread ball? Yeah, well like, like well like bread ball fight and just start throwing <laughs> yeah, it out. Yeah, most times they just throw it away. Okay, but, I'm, uh, I'm just curious. <laughs> Man, yeah. there are starving birds right outside. Not the at our Jimmy John's. I would eat the birds' bread. <laughs> God, I remember like just so many crazy stories at that. I, I remember 
just some of the people you, like you deliver to. Yeah, it's just like crazy stories. Yeah. Have, have you have you all done delivery gigs? No, no. I I managed a liquor store and fucking hell i have stories yeah it's a bad bet they're bad (laughs) i remember i remember there was one guy i delivered to it was over um on old morgantown road and uh what happened was he he ordered like a gargantuan with double every meat it was like it was two of them and and like his total was like something ridiculous it was two sandwiches for like something like 35 30 40 bucks something like that does that include like the Delivery is there a delivery charge or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's okay. a delivery charge and everything. Well, I go there and then it's like a fence, like a like a picket fence type thing. I go I go inside and then close the gate. I knock on the door. The, the guy he opens up the door and then oh, at my feet is pugs and pugs and pugs. <laughs> so like, the pug commander opens the door and like I guess we we do we exchange. The, so I don't know. I get like a a two dollar tip on like a forty dollar order. Oh, I was like, "That's cool, God. dude." Yeah. It's like here, it's, hey, thanks, here's man. you and your pugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have fed the sandwich to the dog. Ugh. I do have one Jimmy John story, and it's barely a Jimmy John story at that. Yeah. Um, I, I delivered to you one time. I know. I I, I specifically made you come to the house. <laughs> and there's a there's a fun story about that too. I guess I have two Jimmy John stories because I wanted to try out as the bass player for the Black Shades, and so I had you deliver me a sandwich while playing the bass parts to brilliant. the Black Shades. Oh my god, that's the most brilliant thing I've ever. It didn't heard work. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, my Jimmy John story. I was a a nude model when I was a, yeah when I was in co- in college at Western. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, I was a music student, which is the floor under like the art floor yes and they had a sign on the bottom floor by the elevators like nude models wanted yeah and i was like that could be a great conversation starter yeah like yeah i used to be a nude model you literally just said it and so now i'm intrigued yeah please continue (laughs) um i had to go like fill out w4s for western for protection well (laughs) no no seriously like well i I only got paid tips anyway because tips yeah that's right. Just Doll- the tip. Dollar bills. <laughs> um, all I did was I came and I got in my robe. I had a like a robe, many colors robe. Okay. And they were like, "Okay, well, I need you to stand. Here's a stick. You know, stand like this. <laughs> here's a stick. Here's, here's a stick. Stand a like stick. this. We're gonna draw you for like ten minutes. Okay. Oh. So I did, and so I just stood there, and they drew me. Dang. The the art teacher, um, Yvonne. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, drew me really well. I was always impressed. And one time I had to do like an hour pose. And I was sitting and um, we got a, I took a break like 30 minutes in uh-huh. and I couldn't stand up. My uh-huh. knees gave out and I sat back down. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but a- after every time I nude modeled, I always ordered Jimmy John's because I had they, the money. They, they always, yeah, they would always... Interesting connection. Yeah. 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 I, I drew some nudes up there. Uh, yeah? Yeah, I, I did that. Uh, yeah. Didn't draw me. No. No. I remember I, I drew. Thank God. I remember I drew one model and like you know he was stiff. I, 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 mean, like, I, mean, I didn't mean I didn't mean like that. But he was, he, you know, he was up straight. Oh and, no. Uh, <laughs> but then, <laughs> but the, we had the radio turned on and everything was chilled and you know he, yeah. he was you know just. <laughs> and then like I remember the, the song "Bad to the Bone" came on and he started swaying ever oh, so slightly. God. I was like, getting down the thorough good. Yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was. I'm glad I went to Western for the stories, but like, I mean, and I like some of my teachers, uh, but 
student loans. Oh my god. Yeah, tell oh me all god. about it. I did not go to Western, but all my friends did, and therefore I went to Western. Yeah. That's just how I look at it. Yeah, okay. yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. student loans to pay, but wow, the yeah. amount of time I've spent on oh, campus yeah. and all the shows and stuff I've done, man, I feel like I went to Western. Yeah, like I went to community college before that, and I took a PE course called, <laughs> I wanted one that was just real simple. I took this one called Walking for Beginners. <laughs> at, Walking what a walk. Well, see, at that point, I was like. Is that for like. Toddlers? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was like, I was like, you know, I, I've been I've been walking for about 18, 12, 19 years. I should. Uh, I mean, class. I got I got it down. And uh, based on like exercise, like walk, like mall walking. Yeah, that's a book. We'll see. That's, that's write that book. Well, see, once I signed up, and I was like, oh man, what if like this is for you know people who are in like a car wreck or something that, that like oh, see? And, and then it's like i'm gonna look like now, a complete asshole so like I. strutting my stuff I in totally there do. like walk talk, like talk like, or walking and talking but um <laughs> turns out it was just a speed walking thing and, and everything was fine but so speed walking, walking for yeah and, but mall it, walking there's there's science to this stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember at the mall get this Okay, we didn't have internet at the house, and I was going to do this on campus. Like, word, I remember, like, word got out that there was a Meg White sex tape. Yeah. And I was like, Meg would never do that. She was because, because I don't know, like, I just have so so much respect for, like... For Meg White? I don't, well, <laughs> Meg and Jack, but I was like, no, no. That was, like, probably, like, ten or so years ago, whenever I was like, no. And then... Is just, it true? I, um, well, it turns out it was just it was a Meg lookalike. Okay, but like, oh, it, it, but if that's Meg, a common thing. Yeah, but if Meg wanted to do that, that's totally cool. And and like also, well, all the sport. girl from really White Zombie did one. Do what? The bass player from White Zombie, Sean. Okay, yeah, really? yeah. Well, see, I went to the mall at like 10 a.m. to the food court and downloaded it. <laughs> but I looked like such a creepy ass weirdo because I was like downloading like potential white stripe porn. Wow. <laughs> but, <laughs> But because I, it was for speaks volumes about you, chick. I mean, it was for research. <laughs> <laughs> I read it for the article. No, but but like I was, I remember that was my first text. It was in all caps, Meg White sex tape, and then I texted back in all caps. She would never do that. <laughs> and clearly, she didn't. Yeah. So Meg White's got class, <laughs> I, I suppose. Um, okay. So, hey, no, I want to I want to stay on that real quick. I'm what? Uh, Elvin Bruce Penny. Oh, yeah, Elvin I love Penny Elvin, yeah. Does photography oh, of yes. nude uh, subjects yeah. or poses. Yeah, like the like. nude vaders. And yeah, 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 nude vaders, all that stuff. I've known Bruce for most of my life. I call him Bruce because that's his name to me. That's oh. what he was when I met him. I, I don't know him as that. I was like 10, you know. Oh, okay. So um, on Facebook and whatnot, it goes by Elvin Penny. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are, are familiar with mm-hmm. a, gr- a great guitar player, by the way. Yeah, uh, he stuff, yeah. he has an incredible story in this music scene that hasn't been told. I think he's been out of playing for a long time, mm-hmm. but he was in a band called the New Gods, and they were mm-hmm. very popular. And he was in some bands when when I was like really young, and uh, to see his art and mm-hmm. photography in that field, yeah. He has photographed people I know. He's mm. photographed people I don't know. But, I yeah. mean, he's photographed people I actually know in person. And I don't look at it as a creepy thing. I look at it as art. Oh, I think it's so cool. It I- is so beautiful. And recently, I'm not going to say any names, but someone we all know yeah. was one of the subjects. Cool. And 
she looked outstanding and it was like this letting down of like fear and and dropping uh shame whatever you know the body you know your mind can get contorted around what you may think other people look at when they look at you Mm. and then made a post and it was beautiful i saw the photos and it was elegantly done nothing dirty by any means and i just i i, I like that yeah oh, I think it's because bad. to me i yeah. don't think the human body's ugly no, no matter no, no, what no. size or height or weight or whatever you are and um i like that that's a really cool little tidbit about you that i did not know well it's funny because um i haven't listed my jobs on facebook like forever because they always put in your like orientation like oh if you put, if you list that you're you know work here on facebook and you post something bad we can fire you so i don't put my job on facebook no, so the that. last job that's listed on facebook for me is nude model at western kentucky <laughs> university oh well i would say you wanted to break the ice i think we have shattered it Surely and the uh beefs and news. yeah beefs and it's news. boiling <laughs> it's now boiling water uh, we are here because like i said at the very beginning of this uh interview starting uh allison this was your idea to yeah. have an episode dedicated to focusing on the connections that the lgbtq community in our sound in our town or area has involvement with the music scene which i contort in or i wouldn't say contort but i combine with the art yeah industry and and the way things are town operates music and art are very much a family involved of people because we all intertwine with each other and a lot of the musicians are artists and a lot of the artists are are part-time musicians that are music fans and play and dabble but are just overall fans of music and we all work together yeah and but but there's a layer of this that like you've said to me is kind of missing in conversation a lot of us know about it the ones that attend pride understand it a lot of people may not understand it so what was your overall objective uh now that we're here for the sake of having this conversation well um you leaned in i thought you were gonna say something um well (laughs) bowling green is um it's part of kentucky which is considered part of the south and it's you know, which is considered part of the Bible Belt, which is considered a red state, which is considered backwoods and, and not, 10 you know, years maybe not the day. friendliest <laughs> to to us LGBTQ people. Yeah. And um, what I'm trying to bring is awareness that we're like here and hi, hi, <laughs> um, <laughs> that we're here and especially that we need civil rights, especially in this area. Um, Bowling Green itself has voted down a fairness ordinance two or three different times now. It's embarrassing. I, yeah, there's I know. smaller towns in our state that are yeah passing it, and it's like wow, that makes us look really dumb. But you know, us as in we're just citizens, but we're on the right side of of life here, and yeah. uh, the fact that what our city council does is is quite embarrassing. So I want to try and do my part to kind of, and I want Chick, you know, do her part too. But um, I want us to try and do our part to bring bring this into light. And as a member, as members of the music community in Bowling Green, we are here. 
Yeah. Words. <clears throat> they do great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I want to talk about it. I, we do want to give a shout out to other queer people in the music community. Right, right. Um, like Because uh, it's very inclusive. Totally. You know, there's... Uh, like Cis West. Yeah, Cis I West. I like the fact that everyone seems more comfortable than they used to be like 10, 20 years ago. Like now people don't seem as... I think this younger generation, and I mean that in the sense of 20-year-old, 30-year-old people. It's me. Yeah. A, it's different because <clears throat> back when I was younger... Ellen coming out was a big deal. Yeah. Um, just literally being outspoken about it was a big deal. Yeah. And not necessarily, I wouldn't say it was frowned upon. I think it would depend on who you're dealing with, and we know what kind of people that would be. Um, but I have an interesting position, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay. But I need to stand this real quick before we move forward. A few things I wanted to point out in this, because you were asking me the other day, do you... Are you prepared? Do you have questions? <laughs> like, well, not really, but I know what I need to say, and I'm going to say what I need to say. One, I grew up as the son of a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. Every man that my mother was associated with in that industry was a gay man. Mm-hmm. And I mean that sincerely. Like, I didn't meet a straight male hairdresser. And she would take me to shows, and, and I would meet a lot of people in the various salons that she worked at. As a young child, I never once had any issues with it or thought this is strange or this yeah. is wrong. Like, didn't bother me one bit whatsoever. I was comfortable around these people. Mm-hmm. And I grew up that way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm comfortable yeah. being a straight man, mm-hmm. but accepting of people's lives. I don't care yeah, what yeah, other yeah. people like, do because yeah. they don't bother me mm-hmm. you know religion people cram that shit down my throat but i've never had anyone in that uh, realm of of gay or or yeah, whatever yeah. just walk up to me and and, and give you problems just yeah. go crazy yeah about pushing it on me totally. like it's a thing so i wanted to say that real quick yeah the second one is recently at the the more recent pride festival that was downtown uh people come up to me and i'm there obviously and uh, a few people that know me but just through acquaintance approached me like hey what are you doing here and i was like Oh, you mean the fact that I'm an open-minded, loving, caring person here to support my friends and yeah. and and all genders and genres of any kind? That's me. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, okay." Because I think at first it might throw them off, you know. And I don't, you know, I'm not afraid to say I'm straight. I'm, I'm not bi. I'm not gay. I'm You're not a fantastic so. ally. I'm an yeah. ally. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, just because you like your there doesn't mean you that you are it just means that you're there like supporting and, right and, and like so i think that, that's that's some like, but not everyone like people that don't know you well yeah might know you through work or just through a friend of a friend and they may think of you one way because mm-hmm. they just see shit on facebook you know they, they yeah. see you pictures of me and my wife and my daughter and my band like that, yeah. that's a common thing to just discover to see me at something like that, or if you saw me at, at one of the drag shows or yeah. something, you might think, 
well, maybe there's more to Dean that I don't know mm-hmm. about. And so it just it, the curiosity factor yeah. came up. And, of course, I'm like, ask me anything you want. I got nothing to hide. Yeah, I am totally. who I am, and I'm supportive of everybody, no matter what. Yeah. Except, you know, bad people. Yeah. Rapists and murderers and stuff like that. Yeah. So, How about this? That. I don't dig that. I've got an idea. <laughs> Let's share what our pronouns are. Yes. Yeah. You want to go first, Chick? She, her are my pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> my pronouns are they, them. They and them. Yeah. I'm a he. Yeah. Or a dude. A dude? Yeah. I'm a captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my pronouns are captain. Yeah. I can yeah. dig it. My now, pronouns go, now I, again, I, I needed, I guess, prior to going into this realm now that we're here, I wanted to say that and on my end as the host and interviewer of this said podcast because... I wanted to make it clear on what I where I stand, how I stand with it, and that's that's me. That's who I am, and we love you to death. But go back to who you were going to you were going to point out other people in this yeah. music scene and community, and you said sis, sis West, and uh, uh, also um, uh, people proof. Uh, I'm, yeah, like, it's not not the not the not the whole band, uh, but like I think there's some members. Mm-hmm. Um, I interviewed Summer. Oh yeah, yeah, and yes. That yes. was brought up. And That's right. We we covered that kind of topic and and uh, going into the interview. Yeah, Summers is like huge supporter. Oh, and, massive. and a fantastic ally. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And musically speaking, people proof <coughs> with her at the front. Yep. I think vocally and lyrically mm-hmm. is belting out. Oh, yeah. feelings and emotions and you know i haven't necessarily picked up on everything because mm-hmm. you know i don't have lyric sheets in front of me but i know that that's deep down inside mm-hmm. you know there's there's feeling and and depth coming mm-hmm. out of of yeah. the lyrics of that band and being the leader of it yeah it has to be yeah. If I'm wrong, Summer, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was somebody else I met. Uh, I host uh, open mics sometimes over at Tidballs. Yes, you do. And there's somebody I met called, uh, they go by the name of uh, Transhumanist. And uh, they, they do, I'm pretty sure it's rap. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's rap. And, uh, so it's like a solo artist? Yeah, solo artist. Yeah. Transhumanist? Like, transhumanist. I like and, that. Yeah, the, <clears throat> they're, they're good people. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'd say like you know, as time goes on, we're gonna like gonna see more and more visibility of uh, LGBTQAI people in the music community. What's the That's AI good. stand for? Okay, I got you. I okay. got you. The I is for intersex. Oh. Um. And I'm not qualified to really go into what the definition of intersex is. Google it. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Um, and the A. That's my job. Damn it. <laughs> Let me do my job. And the the A is for asexual. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. And there. Well, I'm sure we'll add more letters. Boy, that's just. Yeah, it's going to keep growing. And you yeah. know what? That's a good thing. Yeah. Because it, 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 it again it shows that this is something to be recognized. Yeah. And all people involved have a a reason for having this particular title associated to them we're very inclusive you can come hang out with us anytime you want to i hang out with you guys all the time (laughs) (laughs) but see here's the delicate thing i think some people are afraid of 
of saying, hey, you guys, mm-hmm. or hey, man. But right. that's the, that's my lingo. Right. I call women dudes. Right. Like, like, to me, that's just common thing, and you're, you're locked in that world of just, you just do it. Yeah, you know? like, I was um, like, I don't get offended by those those words, um, but I know some people do. So, yeah. so what I've been saying is like, "Sup, y'all." I've learned hey, to y'all, just or... call people by name. Yes, yeah. that that is also like a, another instead of issue. saying I'm going over to her house, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm going over to Summer's house. Yeah, like it's one of those things. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's I mean, very appreciated. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I, but I mean, by having conversations like this with other people. That's what I'm learning. Yeah, just learning about Out it. of respect, totally. I'm learning how to approach and word things and properly say things. And I've done this my whole life, and I've learned it because when I was young, I always, even as a young boy, like five years old, I learned quickly. I had problems when people would say, well, who, who, who waited on you? Oh, it was uh, a lady. She's kind of mm-hmm. short. She had glasses. Oh, you mean the the black lady? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean the lady that's kind of short and wore glasses. Yeah. Oh. Like I would get pissed off when that was be brought up. Of you're you're narrowing it down to who did you talk to? Singling and then out. You, yeah, singling out by color. Mm-hmm. And so I learned at a really really young age about racism real quick. Yeah, yeah. And that's in the eighties, you know. Yeah, and so that. Um, that was a big thing for me and coming into this world i've learned very quickly that that's how i'm approaching Mm -hmm. it as a person talking or wording something Mm -hmm. because i simply despise the idea of saying someone that has a name someone that is a certain height and can be described by wearing a pink shirt and having a blue hat on as opposed to oh it's the black woman mm-hmm. yeah and so does that make sense yeah yeah. Okay. yeah it does it does so that's what i've kind of learned instead of saying he and she oh, yeah, yeah i say chick that's good or i yeah, say yeah, allison that's... or i say summer and sis or sarah yeah or whatever like, i think we're all i mean i know i'm been kind of reprogramming myself because i have my comfortable things i'm like sadus or but like that's I don't know. You just got to reprogram. <laughs> That's a, a great bit. way to put it, though. Reprogramming. It's kind of like you're retraining your brain on how to do something, not necessarily delicately, but out of respect. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because uh, before that I knew I was, like, trans, like, I, I like, I'd always, you know, a, a try and attempt to give, or to, to say the right pronouns and right, like, do the right things, mm-hmm. but, like, it was... You know, I struggle because I was so used. I, I was like, habitually say like, just you know, the things that I was programmed. To say. Right. So I've kind of like learned, evolved, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so doing that stuff. But um, uh, one thing. Okay, this goes back to. Um, what is it? Uh, the the dive show where I think some people are kind of like they don't know and like they don't uh, about like the LGBTQAI things and they kind of have like certain things that like they're that people have these preconceived notions that are just 
everything in the community is like black and white, and mm-hmm. um, and especially for like, um, I mean, I don't want to say like old timers, but just pe- maybe people that just we'll don't. call them boomers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> people that don't know like, okay, but hey, but... my. Um, my my musical style, I like a lot of different stuff. A lot of it is like in the classic realm. Mm-hmm. So like we go we go up to di- to the dive and rock out, you know, throw, throw out some some Johnny Be Good and some right. ZZ Top. Well, I've it, told the story to a lot of people that well, well, pe- people will be like, yeah. oh, so like they're this they're like trans and they can they also like stuff that I like. Right. So people start thinking or like, oh, it's relatable. Well, yeah, maybe like. This they're not so foreign to me. Maybe like they're, I don't. Maybe the people who who are kind of like don't know about that. The, the it's brainwashed. Y- it's yeah. being raised and brainwashed into thinking one way, being just like your parents or your grandparents. Like you're locked. Yeah. And it's hard for some people, I think, to just break that and go. You know, I'm not you. I'm not from your generation. I'm in the now. Like, I did that mm-hmm. as a kid because my parents and grandparents, love them to death, mm-hmm. they're my family. But we have absolutely nothing in common when it comes to looking at life and and approaching people yeah. and subject matter. Night and day. Completely night and day. Yeah. And, you know, I did that on my own. That was my choice to make that decision. But yet... I've met, you know, people of that boomer generation that were basically told as almost a hand-me-down. This is how you vote. This is how you mm, think. This is what yeah. you do. This is how life is. Deal with it. And I'm polar opposite. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Blank canvas, start That's over. That's a mood. Yeah. 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 That's a mood. That's a mood? Oh. I, I, learned that, I learned that phrase a year ago because I didn't know what it was. It's... It's it's young people like I'm 30 and it's 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 a, it's part of the young people vocabulary. That's a mood. It's like um, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. That that same feeling I share. Oh, that's thank a mood. You. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's so it's good. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd I thought you were saying that. I was I, I was, was being either. moody. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, I, that's a mood. Uh, I um, it's like yeet. Yeah, I, Urban Dictionary. See, I'm, I'm learning yeah. all this because <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a teenager at home. Yeah, She's yeet, teaching me all, all yeet of Yeet is to throw something for for distance, not accuracy. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Interesting. <laughs> that sounds right. See, I've been saying stonks for a, a week stonks. now. Stonks. What's, stonks. What's that? Uh, it's some sort of meme. There's yeah. like this computer generated head of a person. And it's always looking at stock market stuff. Stonks. And it's, oh. instead of it calling stocks, they yeah. call stonks. And, and I just yeah. every time I see that, I, I tear up and laugh. Yeah, but I, I, like I don't know st- what the hell it is. It's I like, like being strong. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that one. That's really good. Flexing the tank. Yeah, flexing the tank. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, do you have anything to tack on to that? Yeah, um, going back to that and uh, the boomer generation. Um, <laughs> working at my job and being trans, I, in my opinion, is pretty difficult yes, because I, I work imagine. day shift and everybody there, I swear to God, is at least 50 years old mm-hmm. and I'm the youngest. I'm like the second youngest person on shift. I've been at this company for five years, second youngest person on shift. Wow. So yes, I get misgendered, dead named all day and I have to yell and scream, try to get people to do, yeah, it's just all day and I don't know if they're going to come around or not. I no, they 
No. You don't think so? I really don't. I think once you're at that age, even at 35, 40 years old, I feel like you're you're so locked in your ways. It would take a magnetic, like a, a huge, magnificent force yeah. to just absolutely knock you upside down and t- to rethink and reprogram the way you look at life. I feel like people... By the time you're you're 25 or 30, I think there's no way back. If you were raised to be a backwoods redneck, then there's no you can't just get out of that. Yeah. If you're brainwashed into a, a cult at a young age, that's all you know. Yeah. You can't just walk away from it. You heard Some it here first. Do. Yeah. Dean says, "Okay, boomer." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're they're a good twenty years ahead of me, so yeah. I'm not concerned about the boomers. <laughs> I'm Generation X. X. Yeah, I'm a millennial. I love it. Yeah. Every minute of it. <laughs> Every minute of it. Every damn minute. Oh my. Okay, moving on. Unless you had yeah. something else to say. Nah. I love your earrings. Thanks. Like, yeah. Yeah. They they're kinda, cherry. Are yeah. they cherry hearts? They're, they're cherry hearts. They're cherry hearts. They're my yeah. Pac-Man. Yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, Miss yeah. Pac-Man eating the cherry heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, man. Uh, you didn't lose the key for your choker, did you? Uh-oh. I found it before I came over here. Like, we'll see. Okay, I was wearing this choker. Like, I'm wearing like a heart choker with a, it's it's a it's padlock. A it's yeah. a pad yeah padlock heart shape. Yeah, and then yep. so, somebody they said who has the key to it, and I was like me. And they said that's not very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, shouldn't That's it be buried true. in a box somewhere? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. I didn't do it to be interesting for you. <laughs> it's not for you. It's for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, like I still have like my my one black heart shaped choker that um that I always yeah. Well, but it's but it's it's kind of getting it's it has a lot of rock and roll juice on it, and it's uh it, it's it's about done. <laughs> Uh, I, I gotta get another one. It's got some of that wet beef flavor wet on it. Beef. Oh lord! Yeah. Oh my! Ah! Isn't that the Pee Wee Herman word of the day thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! Yeah, the wettest. Ah. Yeah. I well, see, the, we should have talked well, about Arby's at one point. Like, I, I also used to work over at uh, well, it was Bread and Bagel, and then mm-hmm. I also made another sandwich. It was called the Charizard. Uh, the Charizard is. Its ingredients are anything that we have that is hot or like spicy, and so it didn't matter if it tasted good as as long as it was hot. And I remember there was like an older couple that came in. They said, "What's the Charizard?" It's like it's a Charizard, you idiot! It's hot. It's hot. God. Oh, okay, good. boomer. Yeah. That's yeah. good. But it was not a big seller. Um, like, well, yeah, it's not for the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should have marketed. Yeah. The only, only, you know, if you're a wuss, don't even yeah. order this. Sandwich. Yeah. Before Nash, yeah, before Nashville hot chicken came to came to Bowling Green, Charizard came to Bowling Green. <laughs> I had that conversation the other day. Where the hell did Nashville chicken even come from? I used to live in Nashville. Nashville. No, no, no. <laughs> totally missed the question. Yeah. I used to live in Nashville. I've grown up in Nashville. I've been going to that city since the late 70s. Uh-huh. I have never in my life heard of Nashville hot chicken uh-huh. until 
recently. Really? You know... Like, I don't recall there being a restaurant down there that was world-famous Nashville hot chicken yeah. since 1945. I've never seen that. you never seen Hattie B's? I have, but I don't remember it being, like, a big thing. Oh, yeah. That's it. To um, me, it was just a, a restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's now time for Crazy Allison Hour. Oh, Buckle in for, um, like, Twilight Zone Allison. This is going to be good. Um, I have this theory... It's not like a religion or something I live by, but I do have this theory that we all live in the Matrix. And sometimes things change, and there's no reason for it. It just the Matrix changes something. It's for so marketing it's, it's and like, making money. It's like National Hot Chicken. It's like I didn't know it was a thing either. And then it was everywhere. I think the Matrix like edited it two or three years ago to make it seem like yeah. it was there the whole time, so but it really wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a dream. It won't exist in a couple of years. Alan, be edited you're going to wake up pretty soon and go, man, I had the craziest dream. The word of the day. Uh, wet beef. Yeah. It's only a word if we put a hyphen in it. Anyway, it's, so, it's fantastic. Back on topic. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like that. You like the Matrix theory I have? Oh, I do, because... I'm into that. Like yeah, that's cool. It's, it's, there's just weird stuff that was like that wasn't a whole that wasn't a thing. Yeah, it's kind of like um, what's the other thing called the Mandela effect, where like there's Berenstein bears and there's Berenstain bears and like which ones? Have you not heard this? I think I've, I've heard never the, heard this. I always know the Berenstein bears. Yeah, Berenstein. Yeah, that's what I mean. Berenstein but it's actually bears. the Berenstain bears. Stain. Yeah, it has an A in it. Oh. Yeah, Mandela effect. It's like you thought it was this, but it's actually this. It's the Matrix. It went back in and okay. With wait it a minute, just did, to throw me off. Did they ever have a cartoon where it was like an announcer said the name? You know, I don't know. See, I would look into that. Yeah, that, that'd be good to look. But into. that's also based on where you're at and where you're from and how your accent goes. Because we all say things different. Like dang, <laughs> d a y n g, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or sometimes it's a, it's DZ like Zang. Yeah, that's another one. Where is it like that? Well, Falcon's Nest. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Falcon. The Falcon's Nest. You like Zang. It's a world of its own. I love going to your house. <laughs> your house is a lovely pra- it's playground. Wonderful. Yes, I loved it. I love this house. And the 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 vibe of just the the furniture and the oh, music yeah. room, all yeah. of it, it's perfect. Yeah, like. I recently cleared out, like, I've, I've been readjusting, and I've been throwing out a lot of stuff that I just, okay, this used to be mine, this used to be mine, and... Why He's pointing at a there? John Lennon and Bob Dylan book on Mellow Matt's oh, yeah. shelf, which you can buy today you for 10% buy off. Falcon stuff. Right. <laughs> well, see, like, I was buying these books, and I thought it was like, um, this is how you be John Lennon, and this is how you be Bob Dylan book. It's like, well, step one, all you, you know, yeah. get curly Get hair. someone to follow you around yeah. with camera equipment. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I didn't find the answer in there, so I brought it here to the, to the uh, if you want a, a Chick Falcon-owned book. What was the other one? Um, the Electric Guitar? This, okay, this right here is, is it's a book called Electric Guitar Illustrated... Encyclopedia. Uh, I did a podcast here recently, and I looked down and saw that, and I was like, "That's okay. a cool looking book." Okay, this it shows. Uh, it's basically alphabetized of every guitar maker, like ever. Wow. 
Well, I guess since for, from since like the, the electric or yeah, electric okay. for, from like the sixties up until like the early two thousand. I mean, it clearly says electric guitar. Yeah, and see, goes to show how I pay attention. A lot of a lot of times people see this and be like, "This is a history book." I see this as a catalog of what I need to own. And <laughs> I think you do own most of what's on the cover of that there book. There are several. Um, yeah. You're in the Firebird phase right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm in the Firebird phase. As we are know. taping this, well, see, this is the one you that recently I... got a new Firebird that is gorgeous. This is one that I really, really want. It keeps eluding me. It's um, evading me. Eluding? eluding? Evade? Uh, I think evading. I don't know. Crisscrossing. Yeah, this, it's the Gretsch <laughs> Princess. Yep. It's a single pickup guitar. I love single simplicity things in Princess because who don't who don't love a goddamn princess? Come on now, boy. <laughs> who doesn't want princess on their guitar? Yeah. Well, so, some princesses. This is white with gold hardware and gold pickguard, and it but, almost has the shape to a naked eye unknown person like me to resemble a Paul Reed Smith in a way. Yeah, in a way, yeah, for sure, for sure. The you have um, yeah, but it's some, very much a Gretsch. I mean, yeah, yeah. Some of them came with pickguard, like gold or. Sorry, pink pit guards. Oh. But, but it said, yes, it's princess right there. And over here you have the gold. Like pastel pink? Yeah, pastel pink. Oh, my pink. God, that's got to be beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Because, like, you have, like, there's all different kinds of pinks. Like, I think there's, like, the stripper pink. There's the pastel. There's the Nashville coral. hot pink. Nashville hot pink. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's that's a good book to have. Oh, I, that was mine, too. <laughs> About British music things. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, there you go. Mellow Mass Music and More. The More stands for books <laughs> yeah. that used to belong to Chick Falcon. Yep. yep. And I was like, I'm done with reading. You better tell me what you what you want to know. <laughs> I got to read no text. The ice is evaporating. Yeah. <laughs> it is? Oh, yeah. It melted and now it's evaporating. Oh, okay. It's how broken the ice is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we were doing, right? Oh, yeah. It's. <laughs> Are we off track? No, did you get lost? Are oh, you lost? I, sorry, I, keep, I, I didn't keep, say No, that. I totally did. I, I started. I capture every moment of this. <laughs> that was the point fantastic. of this. Do what? That was the point of this, yeah. right? Yeah. But we do have better, uh, more meaningful reasons of doing it. <laughs> the agenda. The agenda. Back to the agenda, damn it. The gay agenda. Let me get my PowerPoint presentation. Where's the deli tray? We need a deli tray with PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> deli tray. Did you ever think that's weird how when you have a board meeting they have a deli tray and it's oh, like yeah. terrible? I haven't been to a board <laughs> meeting. I've never been invited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Darn, I lost my invitation. <laughs> I just sneak in, just <laughs> pretend to be a part of the meeting just for the deli tray. <laughs> I forgot my lunch. I'm here I'm for the meats and cheeses. <laughs> yeah. And Dave's uh, been telling about the Pizone they got over there. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. David, if you're going to be on the Sound Atlas, you might want to come back here and talk for a minute. We can watch the counter. We'll watch the counter for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, David Stites has witnessed just about every single Sound Atlas I've done at Mellow Mats. Hi, David. I, I just want to talk about how good the Pizone is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to talk about how good your bass playing is. Uh, yeah. And what, a, what an amazing, awesome person you are. Oh. Uh, get to that one day <laughs> we'll see about that but well i hope you guys are having a good time back here. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Know, i'm hungry you? because all we've talked about is jimmy john's pizza hut and all kinds yeah. of stuff you, you want to order, order your pizza i might zone? have to go zone. i was gonna just get a pizza you know? when we were done but. <laughs> get I this i recommend the pizza you ready for this <laughs> thank you david i went to elementary school with david stites yes you did right. yes i did mm -hmm. yep <laughs> yes i did 
We were in a we were in a production of Guys and Dolls Junior. We were in the say you did not Dolls mention Junior. that in your uh, interview. Guys and Dolls Junior. It's like I, I, you know I might have. No, you mentioned that you got to specify the junior. You mentioned yeah, it was, specifically. You went to school together. The two of you went to school yeah, together. In, in yeah, school. in high school. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't think you mentioned the fact that you grew up with David. Yeah. I have to do work though. I want to talk about it so much. You tell him about Guys and Dolls Junior though. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was nicely, nicely Johnson and guys and dolls junior. Nice. I had a very nice suit for that. That's nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I went to TC Cherry. I went to Bristow for like mm-hmm. four or five years, and then I went to TC Cherry for two years. Okay. And I was real sad when they tore it down. <laughs> I went to one. both of those schools. I'm I'm part of your alumni. Great. Yeah. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> Woo! Now chicks lost in the books. Oh, Billy Idol. What does that say? It's a, Dancing it's a, with Dancing myself. with myself, it's Billy Idol. Like, I, I did a a, a night. Uh, like what is it? Uh, at the Falcon's Nest, it was um, it was only solo projects, and uh, for that week, I was only posting songs about like liking yourself or just doing things by yourself alone. And like the first song I posted was like Dancing, Dancing with, with myself. myself. Yeah. <laughs> And I love the, the, the scene on, uh, what is it, a uh, wedding scene? It's like, no one talks to Billy that way. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah. I need to watch that so again. Good. That's a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then, uh, yeah. A past blast. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's, so, it's so sad but funny whenever she's crying in the mirror. She's like, Julia, Gulia. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Idol. Yeah. yeah. Available here at Mellow Matt's Music and More. Where the more stands for Billy Idol. Yeah. Yes. Bye bye. Matt. Record CDs and Billy Idol. Don't yeah. forget Steve Stevens. He gets left out so bad. He's the Robin oh, yeah, to the Batman. The, yeah, the, he's the Robin. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he, I remember I saw like uh what was it? He was doing some sort of like MTV like award show or something. They he still put, do music? What? That was probably back in a long time ago, and uh, he, t- he there used to be like these toy electronic guns that would make sound. It, yes, it, it would be like one would be like, it would be like weird. He puts them on the pickup. Of he the put guitar it on the pickup. And... You saw the same. Yeah, yeah you saw the same thing. He, he he put it on the pickup and he would come through the amps and it was so sick. Oh, it was great. Yeah, and then years later, or maybe around the, well, yeah, just a few years later, Mr. Big and Van Halen do the drill. Oh yeah, which I thought was the coolest sounding mm-hmm. thing ever. When a super heavy distorted guitar amp with a drill yep. going, wow! Yeah. I, I was like, holy crap! I need to do yeah, that, and I got cool. a drill and and did it. I and did I was, it works. oh my, it does work. Yeah, it is it so. It it's one of the neatest sounds I think. Yeah. You should totally find yeah, a way to and, like work well, that in. Allie turned me on to. Um, wireless guitar things uh-huh um, i recently i was teching yeah. for it and yeah. and i got to experience that that was cool I, I ended up buying a set of my own so i'm excited to like test them out this year and i've been going to the gym so mm-hmm. i can like do more foolery on stage um and <laughs> yeah I need more to, yeah, yeah. Well, well see like my like my plan is to like you know since i'm, since I'm wireless I actually right. like, climb up like the the balcony thing on like, kid balls and just see, like, I, I want to make sure, my, like, because I, I don't want to, like, fall and look like a big dummy. And yeah, we, we, we don't want you to do that either. <laughs> a big hurting dummy. You already broke your foot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did. 
Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, these are the, the same shoes I broke my foot in, too. Yeah? Yeah, see, look. The look, red, that's, that's high-top uh, Chuck Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I got to start working out. I'm going to start doing more stuff in the boots. Yeah, more stuff in the boots. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a hoot. What, what you ought to do is wear those boots to, like, like on, like, the elliptical or whatever and be like, just... <laughs> <laughs> I've worn to Walmart once. Or, uh, the or suit needs of, a fan built yeah. in the helmet. Or it's kind of like that that it's one that one video really? meme of, of like um what's like what's he training for? The guy with the sword on the treadmill. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like making stabs and stuff. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like he's like whoever he pissed off was in trouble. <laughs> Lord, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. Well, I have to get back to oh, yeah. topic at hand. Yeah. Because, my goodness, we could do this all we day. We could do this all day. Yeah. We really could. You check out this meme. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Yeet. It's, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get back to the memes later, but we have some serious, serious yeah. conversation here. You brought me some questions. Yes. Um, and please elaborate on where these questions came from because you know, I, I love the way you put it. <laughs> I, I'm glad you asked. I really want to put out a shout out to Oakley and Dre. Chick knows Oakley and oh, Dre. Oh yeah, Oakley, they're wonderful people. Um, I'll introduce you one day to mm-hmm. Oakley and Dre. They like to come to a lot of solo disco for shows. Okay. You know what? They'll probably be there when um, El Astronaut comes to Louisville. Oh yeah. I imagine. Because, because they're Louisville people. Yeah, by the time this airs, it'll be close to that. We're yeah. doing uh, El Astronaut and Solar Disco Force are playing at the Third Street Dive. Third Street Dive. And uh, check local listings, but it, this episode should air right at or right before that. I'll take your word on it. I don't know when they, it'll air. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Somewhere. Oakley and Dre um, helped me come up with these questions because, like I said, I wanted to bring awareness. Yeah. Yes. To the existence of the LGBTQ in the South. Um, (laughs) And I really want to thank them very much. And I know they'll listen to this and they'll get a good kick kick out of that and wet beef. So, people are going to pause that when that happens. They're going to be like, I missed the whole sentence after that. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of rewinding. I've already messaged Oakley and I just typed in wet beef. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it's a chick innovation. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I'll be right back. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> people who know me, they always post like pictures of like beans and hot dogs like <laughs> on my Facebook. Uh, I could really use a hot dog. And, right and, now. And, and now, like oh yeah, speaking of, like I discovered crystals this week and like You discovered over, crystals. Well, they they was, just filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> so now they need all the money they can I, get. Well I got a I got a five for five fifty five the other yeah, day. Buddy. I got a two chili cheese pups and uh <laughs> some chicken. I don't like that they put mustard well, on their stuff. Well see it, well, actually they're called Don't chicks, drink milk so with it. <laughs> what? Just don't. Okay. Did you? No, we have to explore this real. There's way. nothing there. I haven't eaten that stuff. I haven't eaten White Castle or Crystal in probably 15, 20 years. Yeah, but what's with the milk part of it? I can only imagine <laughs> what would happen if you ate Crystal sliders and drank a glass of milk. Yeah. Please, just you know. Yeah. I heard that like you know you can, you can stuff your turkey full of White Castle. I guess you can stuff a <laughs> turkey of that. full of anything. I've heard of that. But uh, I've never heard. But that. I thought like it'd be funny if, if if you're gonna go keep going junk food. I thought about like my favorite like frozen pizza is Tony's. What if you just rolled up a Tony's pizza and just shoved that thing up a bird? I saw a video of someone putting a five pound, five pound block of cheese into a turkey. Just the whole thing. Oh my god! Like a it with potatoes and it just 
Yeah. Oh and my god. And melt it all in there, and you just had like cheesy potato turkey. It's all goosey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like pausing this to go. I, I gotta write I gotta that write down. down. I want to eat that. Thanks, being queer was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving 2020 is going to be remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> Best Thanksgiving ever. I had White Castle Bird. Yeah. Just like just five pound cheese. You just White discovered Crystal. How is well, that see, possible? Okay, I knew around it, like I knew about it, but I never tried it. Like, like it doesn't I guess, I guess, even I, look appealing, really. I mean, the the logo like is. It looks all right. It looks kind of like more like a car cleaner to me. Like the, the it does. Logo. It does. Also, o, o, Char, uh, o Charlie's new logo looks like a paper company. It looks. It does. Yeah, and um, I saw something like just this morning. The first thing on Facebook it said there was like a a, a gun. Yeah, my thing. wife told me about that uh, uh, because dinner rolls over the dinner rolls. Somebody oh, died. get out of here. No, no. They're so dead? I was up last night. Yeah, they got shot in the head. Um, I was up last night. And I mean, course, I... I live right near O'Charlie's. Okay. And um, I was hanging out with um, Professor Eclipse. You and live the in Guardian. the mall? I live right next to the mall. You live in the mall? Yeah. Um, but and they were t- reading it, 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 like this article that had come up, and they're like, there was a shooting outside of O'Charlie's. I was like, O'Charlie's? And I was like, that's where the shoot, O'Charlie's? And they're like, yeah, it was over dinner rolls. Like, someone got shot in the head. I'm like, at O'Charlie's? That's Why? dangerous. Yeah. That's like really bizarre. That is bizarre. But I heard that briefly this morning, yeah, but I didn't yeah. read it. Yeah, I didn't read it. Over so dinner rolls. Like, but you know how our our local news can be sometimes like the headline is mm. like brief and then yeah. there's like nothing to the story. It's just kind of giving you the what little information they have kind of thing. Yeah. Big headline little story. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this whole interview has just been like, okay, we got to get serious. I got these questions about, you know, the no, LGBTQ no, community. It's okay. I discovered Crystal. Oh, <laughs> it's a podcast. That's the way. Yeah. People driving from here to Atlanta yeah, have I something to listen to. Yeah, hey, I'm not faulting it. I just People like are always how like, that's what it's speaking No, I, that's why I listen to I love I love podcasts because it's kind of like an audio book. Yeah. But it's fun. More, more fun because a book is fake unless it's a real autobiography yeah. read by Tom Hanks. Not about Tom Hanks. It? Yeah. Is it Tom Hanks or Tom Hanks' brother? No, it's Tom Hanks. Because I heard Tom Hanks' brother like voices for him for like video games and stuff because Tom Hanks is busy. You ever heard this? Is he the bosom buddy? The bosom buddy? The bosom buddy? Oh, come on. You all don't know? You're, you're all that young? I don't know what that is. It was, a I mean, t- I, it was the first thing Tom Hanks ever did. It was a TV show. Like a t- 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 oh, then, yeah, bosom buddies. Um, I used to watch it. It came on buddies? right before Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> That's Happy Days. That, I'm young. I'm kind of older. Now. <laughs> All right, go home. <laughs> there you go. Go home. YouTube. Bosom Buddies. Yeah. It was Tom a, Hanks' first as, like ever acting job. As a society, we have moved on from that term. No, no, no. But it was about two guys. It's the typical '80s kind of story. Two guys dress up like women mm-hmm. to get more better professional jobs okay it was one of those kind of deals okay or it had something to do with like being able to live in the apartment as i don't, I don't know hmm. anyway hmm. 80s tv it was tv show? it was 80 t- yeah 80s tv show like i was watching peewee in in the 80s and yeah. Yeah, like I was late late 80s, 1989 yeah. i wasn't watching much of anything boy you and you and taylor swift have something in common she made a record about it. That, when are you going to release the Solar Disco Force 1989 record? Yeah. Don't get me wound up about Taylor Swift. Hey, 
Yeah, we, we both get. Down We're Swifties. With we both get down We're with Swifties. We, we flex the tay. <laughs> you got two Swifties sitting here, telling you. No, we. Yeah. You have to tell everybody about flexing the tay now. Flex the tay. Okay, yeah, flexing the tay. You know how you tell somebody, hey, if you take it to the gun show and you flex your muscle. Yes. Well, what you do is you move your bicep in and you put it around your tay, and you 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 flex it. You're flexing the tay. It's a it's a it's a feminist thing. Sure, maybe flexing the taste. Well, it's like if if you want to flex the tay, then flexing yeah, the transcribe. I'm, I, I mean, this is the, I'm learning. Well, I'm learning I, things. I invented it tid balls about a month ago, <laughs> and uh, I can't forget every time. Every time chick comes up in conversation, I'm just like flexing the tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it'll be on the back of your shirts. Yeah. Flexing the tail. Flexing the tail. It could be one of the records you put out. Yeah, like I do use yeah. that. Yeah, chick you invented it. Flexes the tail live in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Use <laughs> it. Flexes, yeah. Or like maybe that flex tape. Like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh good lord! All right, what's on the list? <laughs> okay, so these questions again. Yeah. Were brought to us by Oakland Dre. Um, I I called them the uh, the queer think tank or the queer think tank. Yeah, I called them the gay think tank. And I like um, it. my the Discord group for it was called Queer NPR. Okay. Yeah, I, I like, get that. Like that. That's yeah. cool. So I need to lower my voice and yes. be more sophisticated oh, yeah. about the way things are worded and use big words like articulate. We'll be back yeah. to the story. Can you emphasize more on the queer think tank? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have friends in Louisville, and uh, I'm pretty sure one of them minored in um, gender studies okay. at UofL. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, um, Dre. Okay, that's cool. And when you came, you went to them and said, hey, I think I'm going to do this episode of this podcast. We're going to talk about how the LGBTQIA, is that what you said? Yeah. It's the I, 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 plus, plus. Okay, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to promote this kind of culture. Right, and you're like, what kind of topics should we talk about? What kind of questions should be answered? Being the host, I was like, that's a great idea because... I am neither of the or any of these things, yeah. but I'm, uh, as you say, I love the fact that you referred to me as an ally because oh, yeah. that truly. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. I don't yeah. get. I don't we get the you, news dude. bulletin. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you got questions and brought them, and here's what they are. Are you ready for question number one? Absolutely. Question number one. Absolutely. Okay. So to uh, both of you. What has your what has been your relationship to your gender growing up? Um. Well, you know, I, I was a uh, AMAB, assigned male at birth, uh, and I've always been fine as a male. But I guess in the past, like, I mean, I, I guess the past couple years, I kind of just allowed myself to I, I, I gave I decided I, I didn't have any more fucks and I just I was ready gave just them to, all away I gave them all away and I was just like I don't care what anybody thinks I'm gonna do what I wanna do and like present how I wanna you know present and that has been female and like I like as I, as I said I was you know fine as a male but I'm ultimately way way happier and more comfortable presenting female and, and have you always throughout your life felt like well that's been like like i think probably around fourth or fifth grade is whenever i started 
you know, have those type feelings that like that I kind of that that I can remember. Right. Uh, and, and then those, you know, every I've been kind of you know you know oppress, you know suppressing that stuff because you know it that that type of thing wasn't quote unquote normal and wasn't done especially in like rural communities. Right. So like you know I just kind of went with the flow and now. I'm in the flow, but I'm going upstream this time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like a salmon, and I'm I'm fighting the flow, and um, I'm <laughs> and being, it's raining. I'm being me. I'm fighting the flow, and it's raining. But uh, I'm no longer a tuna going with the stream. I'm the same. Going You're shoving up. the tuna in the bread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May have come out wrong, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's uh, a Jimmy John reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ditched the tuna, and I'm. Uh, well, you you have explained this to me once before. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat answered that kind of question when I interviewed you mm-hmm. on your episode of The Sound yeah. Alice. But you have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You have told me and several people that I know that you are what? Like, I, okay, I, see, word, word it the way you need to because I don't want to ma- no, mix it up. Well, I guess it was like around this time last year, I um, identified as gender fluid. Right. And like where I thought, you know, you know, sometimes I go, you know, from male to female, however, like I actually felt when I woke up that day. And um, I guess it was all last year I was, you know, I only presented female because that's all that I wanted to do. That's all like that's how I felt most comfortable. Right. So, and I think some people saw that yeah. as the band, right? As if it was it, it a was gimmick. A, yeah, it was a costume. It was a right. on stage kind of persona. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, yeah. it's not. It's actually being comfortable and happy yeah. and just. Like you said, not really giving a shit what people think. Right. Like, well, see, the thing is, like, I'm trans. That's, but, like, trans is just something I happen to be. That's, like, not my complete identity. But, I mean. Uh, Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I, I love, you know, being trans, and I feel great about it, very proud of it. But, you know, I'm, I'm a musician. And, like, like, yeah, I'm a musician that happens to be trans. And, like, I'm also, like, a person that eats a sandwich that happens to be trans. I'm like, being trans doesn't make, give me an advantage on eating a sandwich or like... Unless you invented that sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like, I don't get totally wrapped up in like, in that identity, even though I'm like super happy that I am that. Right, it's, it's like you're involved in this world. Yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. But you're not like this everyday fighting battle posting shit and starting fights yeah that's like not, you're just like living your damn yeah, just, life yeah i'm just living it like in like i'm you know i want us to have like well sometimes like if i if i go to like you know i hate going to walmart anyway i, I hate going to walmart like ever since i like i always haven't really dug it but you know it's convenient and i've went but but now <laughs> like prices whenever, are good yeah so like <laughs> whenever I, I go there now i feel like I, it's, it's you know you you have like the the weird looks and things and like I can go get banned. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like I'm doing my thing and and like I feel you know I, the only time I get pissed off is when they don't have the thing that I'm looking for. Like yesterday, I was looking for something. I don't know. And like <laughs> some and I was like, what the hell? It's like you're Walmart. 
And yeah, you're literally supposed to have everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting off topic, but uh, no, you're not. You're being you. No, that, that makes I, I get I'm it. Being me, yeah. No, but so, I understand. Here's here's where I can come in and relate to this. Mm-hmm. We booked a show together at the Dive mm-hmm. in yes. Cave City, yeah. Kentucky. Yes. This town is 20 years behind time, mm-hmm. of in my opinion. And I told Letitia, I said, you've had a lot of country bands, a lot of cover bands. You know, Do you want a rock and roll show? And she was like, yes. And I was like, if you put trust in me, I'm going to bring you a damn rock and roll show. <laughs> and she said, hey, you seem cool. I don't know you, but I, you've got good reputation. Yeah. People seem to talk good about you. You know what you're doing. I trust your judgment. I booked Daddy Sisters with us. So we go up there and... You know, a lot of us, a lot of my friend, my friend Cindy, you know Cindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were slightly concerned. Yeah. Not knowing what to expect in uh, that town. Now, Bowling Green's a big city. Mm-hmm. There is mutual, it seems. I know yeah. there's looks and all that shit, but yeah. Bowling Green's a big city. There's a lot of diversity here. Mm-hmm. Cave City. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. <laughs> Very one-track mind. Yeah. And um, there was some fear. Some people were genuinely a little bit on the edge of thinking, what if? Yeah. What yeah. could happen? And they kept asking me this. I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. First of all, three of us are going to be there to mm. absolutely destroy anybody that tries anything. Second of all, Seth Wilson is giant. <laughs> and if anyone even remotely attempted to do anything foolish... I don't think it wouldn't have taken much for him to shut that down real quick. Yeah, real quick. But I was like, I, you know, it was on a lot of our minds, but I was like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. And I talked to Letitia, and she, you know, I didn't get detailed on anything. I just said, is everything good? You know everybody there? You know, and she's like, yeah, 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 it'll be fine. People are really looking forward to it. They want this. Cool. You walk in. Mm-hmm. From behind, I think that day you were wearing the blonde wig. Yeah, blonde wig, yeah. From behind, mm-hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't take anybody from a distance to think, whoa, yeah. that's a tall, hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> and they were right. It, yeah. it, literally, it literally is yeah, a tall, hot chick. chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, mm-hmm. you walk in, you start setting up gear, you're getting ready, mm-hmm. and there's eyes yeah there's people looking at their friends with big eyes like oh my god did you see that that just walked in the there, there was an old timer whenever i was cl- whenever i was like carrying the gear mm-hmm. i heard them say what the hell is that yeah exactly it's my favorite amplifier <laughs> <laughs> it's a fender twin yeah. <laughs> um so of course that happened yeah. i was expecting it yeah you start playing nobody bothered you Aside from a few eye looks and uh, an old man going, what the hell's that? That was about the extent of it. You start playing. Mm -hmm. Daddy Sisters, play first. Two songs in, the room's like, fuck yeah, this, you know, they had not had, I gotta be clear about this, the dive at that point had not had a rock and roll concert. They'd had karaoke. They'd had maybe oh, really? guys get up there with acoustic guitars oh, and do ACDC. I don't know. But they had not had rock bands perform there mm-hmm. at that point. We were the first two bands to play there. Dang. So, your first act. You play two two songs, I think. Mm-hmm. 
crowd's digging it. It seems cool. Everything's cool. I'm like, this is cool. You launched into Johnny B. Good. That fucking place lost its mind. (laughs) And at that moment, you could have, it was like flicking a switch. All of a sudden, everybody in that entire venue was like, I don't give a shit what. You know, I don't care about the clothing. I don't Mm -hmm. care about the wig. I don't care about any of it. I love that song. And that that's a rocking band right there. And from that moment on, you had an incredible show. You took a shitload of pictures with people. People were coming up to you wanting to buy T-shirts. Again, it goes to show how things can be flipped. Yeah. But if you go into something knowing and expecting these things, just like Pride, yeah. that asshole with the megaphone is oh, always yeah. going to be there. You know it. Yeah, you just count on it. I'm working on a solution to that. I want to to play it this year because I have a great solution for it. (laughs) Um, But anyway, that's moral of the story is is that I can see how the looks and all of that stuff can be, uh, you know, interesting to say the least. But you're brave and bold enough to just, like you said, you don't care. Yeah, just do my thing. Uh, It made me feel good for anybody that, like, I don't know, felt... More, I don't know. I don't know some of the uh, people that were unsure about the LGB community, if like I was able to like bridge any kind of like the community of people who didn't know, who who might want to know, uh, you know, from our community to theirs, uh, to give them more understanding and just like more. It's well, not, they, they, they we're not weird aliens. No, no, no. It doesn't. Well, we are, but we're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't one of those things where this doesn't require a pamphlet. To be handed out. Yeah. This isn't something you can put in text and sum it up with five points of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gained fans, but you also gained people. I would use the word allies mm-hmm. that immediately were on Team Chick Falcon, mm-hmm. immediately, and they would they would take a punch for you if anybody tried to approach and and be you know mean. But that is how, that's progress. That's how moving forward. Yeah. And not necessarily educating, but just proving a point. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be judgmental because that's yeah. just mentality of most people. You can't really just wake up one day and shut it off. Yeah. But if you're awesome, you can. <laughs> let me let me say this: cool people know how to turn that shit off. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I don't really know where I was going with that. But the overall meaning of what I meant was just I witnessed it, and and I've you know the I'm older there man, for you. the older man j- dancing in, in the front. You were accepted. Is, yeah, I think you know, whenever yeah. whenever old guy started dancing, and people were like, oh, if. Then I guess it's all right. <laughs> you know what? I think his name really was Cleveland. <laughs> No, so, but that that was a great experience. Like the dive has been like one of my favorite places to play yep. like ever. Like like Letitia's awesome. The whole staff is great. And like like and when she's on your side, uh-huh. you can you can move forward with absolute confidence. Oh yeah, knowing yeah. that you've got someone like that on your side of of everything. You know, mm. great person to have in life. Totally. Yeah. And doing great stuff up there. Yeah. Cave City. Cave Home City. of Guntown Mountain and Dinosaur World. Dinosaur World. Would have never thought that yeah. of the coolest one of the, one of the coolest bars 
outside of the Bowling Green. Ted oh, Balls yeah, rules. Yeah. Ted Balls. Ted Balls. Yeah. Um, the dive is definitely a strong second, in my opinion. Yeah. We haven't played there in, like, it's been, like, three or four months. And we we opened the dam, basically, because now she's getting yeah. just the, overwhelmed with bands, right. you know, wanting to play there. Well, there's, like, some of the people I've met there that I've only seen there, you know, they, they came to Pride. Yeah, then they, 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 they like holler at me on like the the Facebook page and Instagram page, and they they keep up, and they're just like so cool. They're just like so they get it. Yeah, they're they're just really cool people. I'm glad they may not have needed too much persuasion, but maybe I think in some cases you might be the first person that these people have ever met. They see that shit on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, RuPaul. Yeah, totally. you know what yeah. I mean. Like people can see that and and be like, oh, it's just RuPaul. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. It's mm-hmm. fun. But you may not in, in, meet someone in person, in real life. And I think it's that difference of perception. Yeah. And so that might be, that's a big, I mean, I guess that needs to be on the tip of your mind every time you meet somebody. Yeah. Yeah, see, I need to, like, holler at, holler at them tonight and say, like, hey, when you set up a show, this place, right. this place is really cool. Well, I was talking to them. They, 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 I guess they opened up, like, the building next They're week. working yeah, on they're it. Yeah, they're working on that. Yeah. They're, they're getting that together. I don't know when, but maybe yeah. by the time this airs, it... That'd be yeah, crazy. the dive is expanding. It's going to be bigger, better, yeah. bolder, stronger, diveable. Yeah, diveable, yeah. <laughs> like, God, now that i got that, that wireless, I'm going to run up and down that thing. <laughs> run down Main Street with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, is there anything else to go into that question about how you, your personal relationship with yourself on this gender well, identity? The the Daddy Sisters was like a great vehicle for me to start exploring. exploring I like can absolutely, prison. yeah. Because like I knew where I was at in, inside and like I guess the first time I presented female... It wasn't in the band. It was like I went up to Connecticut uh, and to a place where I didn't know anybody. And so and then like I I presented female like for an entire day. Um, and that was the first time because I didn't want to know. I didn't want to accidentally bump into somebody that I knew. So I went up to like upstate, you know, New England, and you know, <laughs> you know, a lobster roll and a dress. Like that. That was like. That was, get, get, that was a good day. Yeah, that was like uh, that was good. Just big doings, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the band like let me. It was like a vehicle to kind of like start tiptoeing out into the public. Um, like some people thought, who th- like may have thought it was like just a band thing, but then like when they would see me at Kroger or wherever uh, buying like you know jar cheese. Then um, I would, they would know that it wasn't just a band thing. They're like, you got a show tonight? It's like, no, I'm just getting jar cheese. Yeah. And um, what the fuck is jar cheese? Like toasty cheese whiz. Oh, oh yeah. Like, okay, like dip. Okay. Yeah, like uh, I, was, I was talking to a friend yesterday. Jar cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the band names coming out of this conversation are fantastic. Yeah. Tonight in concert, wet beef and jar cheese. <laughs> jar yeah. cheese. Well, see, jar cheese is, is by far my favorite condiment. I was like, I told like some, like like my partner and like my one of our friends was over. It's like, hey, if we're ever on a game show and it's like one of those things where you have to know something really secret about somebody. This is my thing, like uh, my, my favorite condiment. It's like, and they're like, "What did you have 
recently to, to have us need to know that. It's like, well, I just dipped a slice of pizza in jar cheese. It's <laughs> <laughs> different than the garlic oh, yeah. cheese or whatever that is. Yeah, just like... Just Old Papa, Papa asshole. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Say what you want. They're the only people who will put little fish on my pizza. Okay. <laughs> no, I get that. You're in the Futurama pizza. Yeah, I love anchovies. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And but they're the only pizza place in town that'll. Oh, here we go. That'll, we got to capture the anchovy stuff. Yeah. That'll put anchovies on pizza. So. Yeah, I, I knew that. But I always think when I think of anchovies on pizza, I think of that episode of Futurama we where the last Fry wants the last can of anchovies. Yeah. And nobody liked it. It's so good though. Well, they're. They're too far in the future. <laughs> they just don't get it. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I was going to say, like, Bowling Green's, like, as a whole, has been, like, really accepting. Yes. Um, and they haven't really been, like, like the only people that, that are weird are, like, strangers that I don't know. Right. Like, everybody else has been, like, I know, think it's cool. one of those things that once people get to know you, the shield drops or, yeah. or the, the, the wall comes down a little bit. Yeah. Like, every now and then, like, somebody, like, the Day of Pride... You know, like I was, you know, walking, like from my car, and then like somebody, some dude, dude in a tow truck, they said like, "I want to know now." What did he say? Fucking faggot! Oh God! Yeah. Terrible. Okay, yeah. People. It's like actually, I'm trans, and I'm a trans being. <laughs> but uh. Me too. <laughs> so. But that that was so you you'll get that every now and then. But like, I guess since I've been like, uh, stuff came out, I've only gotten that like three times in like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it just goes to show the town is a lot more open and diverse than it oh, used to yeah, be. Yeah, Unfortunately, our city council has some work to do. I disagree. We have work to do with our city council. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> very good. We're working on it, though. Yeah. Um, Are you running for city commission? Not this time. Do you I have? I have thought about it. If uh, you uh, if you watch Jurassic Park on VHS, you might get inspired to run for city council. VHS is there? Is there? Love, is it, there's only one way. It's analog. I love uh, how you brought up Jurassic Park on VHS. Specifically, well, you talked about pizza earlier, so I thought about ordering a pizza and in exchange get a Jurassic Park pizza. <laughs> Question goes to you, Allison Star. What has been your relationship to your gender growing up? I've always wanted to be a girl, always, always. So, um, chick's song about when I grew up, I want to be a girl, you took literally. Well, I didn't know because you went, song until you like, went, hey, <laughs> I'm almost grown up. I'm going to be a girl. Well, okay, here's how that went down. This is a good story. I've always wanted to be a girl, and I've just considered myself extremely unlucky. That, like, oh, I just was born in the wrong body, but there's nothing I can do, and I was dealt the wrong hand, and there's nothing I can do about it, but I really wanted to be a girl, and that was on this hand. And in this hand, I was like, oh, I know trans people exist. Like, that's a thing. And so there was this hand, and then there was this hand. Trans hand. And yeah, the trans hand. Um the Pontiac trans hand. So <laughs> So anyway, so I was at work and I don't recommend this. This was a terrible idea and I've done it more than once and it always ends horribly every time. Um 
I, I don't get enough sleep. I have to be up at work at five in the morning, and I'm one of those people that's like, oh, I'm going to go to bed at midnight, and I just I don't get enough sleep. So that's I was a like, nap. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's a nap. I just nap every day. Yeah. So um, I was like, I, I don't get enough. I can't drink enough coffee in the morning. Mm. I'm going to start ca- taking caffeine pills, and that'll keep me going. Ugh. And that's a bad idea. Don't do that. No. But I was having this really like anxiety-driven, caffeine-fueled moment at work where I was like, I want to be a girl, but I can't. And it, it, those two hands came together. 30 years. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then you did the victory lap. I'm trans. So I immediately messaged the little people. I was like, I, I'm trans. And, of course, they were like, oh, we know that. We were just waiting for you to know that. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I've, I've, I've always heard that. I've always heard that. Well, people uh, know before you do. I was at, my parents apparently didn't know that before I did. Well, parents um, never know, but the the don't, friends, the don't true get me friends. riled up on my parents. Anyway, um, that's I, a whole that's a whole podcast in itself. Hey, look, but, there's um, a there's a Moody Blues record. That's right. I'm not gonna um, talk about your parents. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I forgot where I was. Oh, my you people who know me. Yeah. yeah, okay. They knew, um, they knew and you didn't. Well, I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying to tone down my drinking. Okay. But I used to drink like there was no tomorrow. No, wait. Are and, we still talking about coffee or are we talking no, about No, no. We're talking about like beer and booze. and Beer and booze. I used to. I kid you not. Ever clear in Diet Coke. Yeah. There's no sugar. There's no hangover. Yeah. But it, it takes like two drinks and you're done. You're gone. It's the most efficient way to get drunk. No, I didn't taste good. No. But anyway, regardless, I used to I used to drink like there was no tomorrow. Okay. And I would get drunk and talk to the little people on Discord, and I'd be like, oh, if I was a woman, if I could push a magic button, I would. And they're like, yeah, we know. And just like all for like months, and I was like, hey, I think I'm trans. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, we, we know that. <laughs> we kind of knew that already. So why did why do you think it took so long to get comfortable Because with I'm that? stupid. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't I know. It's, I, a, it's, a, it's, the, I wish it's I knew. the fighting... Fear of us of being accepted. You think so? I just thought it was. I knew this was a thing, and I knew this was a thing, and I just had not put the two thoughts together. Mm-hmm. Or else I could have gotten HRT when I was younger and maybe had not stupid hips. But don't get me started. What is that? My hips are stupid. They're not wide enough. Oh, you were talking. Well, what was? Uh, what did you say? Oh, 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 oh. Um, hormone replacement therapy. I am on HRT right now. Okay. I um, I'm on a drug that. No, I, I knew this. Yeah, it suppresses my this. testosterone, and I inject estrogen mm-hmm. every week. So, yeah. But if I, in theory, while my body was in puberty, I could have pushed it in right. the right direction. If you catch it early, you can actually yeah. do the training. and I didn't catch it near enough early. Mm. But that's okay. You know, I still love being trained. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Are you happy? Absolutely. Are you happier now than you were before all of that questioning came yeah. into play? The um, drinking, all of that was there because well, you were fighting this unknown battle. I, I drink um, for a lot of reasons. but, <laughs> but Because um, you're young and old enough to I get will say this. I will say this. Um, I always tell people that um, I'm a terrible man. Like, if I, like trying to be a man, I'm, I'm just bad that. at it. I'm bad at being a man. I hated trying to be a man. Right. I hated this, like... Well, there's this constant competition with other men that I have to be the manliness, and, yeah, and we're gonna go out to the par the bar and pick up chicks, and I hated that. I yeah. hated every second, and it drove me crazy. And finally, like, oh, I'm trans. I don't have to do that. It's like this it's strange like, world. Like you didn't pretending in. to do this thing for so many years, it's exhausting, mm-hmm. and it made it like it, it was probably one of the things that drive me to drink. Hmm. 
But yeah, I am a lot happier now because now I can just kind of chill out and be who I want to be. And yeah. I don't have these societal expectations. And I also wanted to bring him. I am also non-binary. Um, I, I'm not a trans woman either. I'm non-binary. Binary is that sounds like, mechanical. <laughs> You have, like, on the spectrum, you have, like, I, you have male, then you have fem, and then, like, non-binary is, like... It's something else. Some, yeah. yeah, if the binary is man and woman, non-binary would be something that's not that. Okay. Um, I consider myself non-binary trans femme. Interesting. So I like being effeminate. Um, I wish I had your closet to raid through, because... Yeah. Not your closet. Not the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had your closet to raid through. One day you're going to take me shopping, but... um. Yeah. But um, I love it, and you know I love every. Yes, I am incredibly happier this way. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I'm trans now. Well, and I noticed the name changes with both of you because mm -hmm. I've known of both of you for a long time, but I've just recently gotten to actually know you as friends, you know. And but as an observer from the sidelines, just watching musicians and bands and stuff. I noticed this over time, the names changing. Yeah. Now, what is the? I wouldn't. It's a dumb question to ask why, because I know why. But how do you put in perspective the word of or the the meaning behind the name selection and why you've chosen to go that route? Yeah, go first. Was that even go. a question? I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Okay. okay, I think I know what you're saying. Um. How did I choose my name? Um, I liked Alice. It's like Alice in Wonderland. I really liked Alice. And so I also like, and I've never, my dead name is real short. So I never had a nickname. It was just my name. Mm -hmm. So, but I really like having like a long name right. that people can shorten. With syllables. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, my name, my dead name has syllables. Um, don't, don't. Anyway. Um, I'm thinking. But I wanted a long name that people could shorten to Alice, and so my name's Allison. Gotcha. So then everybody calls me Allie. Okay. It missed right across the board. I was like, well, damn. And I'm Allie. But Allie's real cute. I'm Allie's ally. Yeah, you totally are. I need yeah. a t-shirt. But I really like Allie. It's incredibly cute. Yeah? Yeah, I'm cute. You are cute. <laughs> you guys are too nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's why I picked Allison, um, and I love every second of it. Um... My mom wanted me to keep my middle name, and I kept my last name because my dad wasn't a total jerk. But I added a middle name. Mm -hmm. I added Star yes. with two R's. So usually, if I'll, I'll sign my name, or I like if I go to um, the Great Escape and I have a comic book box, I'll tell them my name is Allison Star. Gotcha. Because that way, I can still have the name I want, right? And still make my parents happy. Well, I think in both uh, both of these, as musicians, as performers, it's that world. Because so many people would change their name. Yeah. And, I mean, I've gone by Captain since I was 15. That's Your a nickname. Your hat says Captain. Yeah. My hat, yeah, I'm done. So <laughs> uh, that's a nickname. That's a nickname that was given to me. And I liked it. I embraced it. I use it. But m most people have no idea what my last name is. They just know me as Captain Dean. So, in a way, I can kind of understand and relate to the name thing, mm -hmm. but mine was handed to me as opposed to me searching for it. Yeah. So, in your case, I know your real name, and I know your transformation. Yeah, like, the, the name started, like... Instagram was hot, mm -hmm. and we we're, we we're going to South by Southwest with an old band, and it's like, you know what, I need to... 
I need a cool name because, like, my current name does not strike fear into the hearts of many. <laughs> so, like... That's great. So I used to play a White Falcon, so the last name Falcon came from that guitar. Because like, I couldn't call myself... I, <laughs> I couldn't call myself Telecaster. That's too obvious. Like, yeah. <laughs> or... I don't know. Jerry Telly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be like Freddie Fender. Hi, my name's Jerry Telly. Yeah, I'm Freddie Fender. The fourth. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, one of my four birth names well, that, that were given to me uh, <laughs> um, was was Charles, and uh, Chuck came from Charles. Oh, okay. Um, and then, uh, so whenever I was gender fluid, I, I took the vowel out, so that's whenever I... Whenever in guy mode I was Chuck, and then girl mode I was Chick, and then after um, after I guess I was put in the oven and I'm done. Um, I'm like I finally like <laughs> so many bread references. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Chick uh, kind of came out where I d- like Chuck was like a good vehicle to to be until I arrived at, at Chick and now oh, I'm Chick. But like Facebook won't let me like insert that vowel in there. Facebook like, has been a bitch yeah, it's about been, it's, been, it's been so irritating. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's just, you know, Chick Falcon. Uh that's just the name that I go by now. Uh you know, look Chick sometimes sounds kind of um I don't know, non-traditional. So I thought about like what what a shortened like I guess Chick could also be like Charlie C H A R L Ie is that the yeah I thought about that um, but like right now I'm I'm good with chick until like I ultimately do change like legally change my name hmm. but um, but that's a fun process it sounds like it. it's, <laughs> it's not <laughs> are you actually doing that I did it you did yeah I legally changed my name um it's on my driver's license um I'm that's about to awesome. change if I can never get enough scratch when I'm not trying to buy trucks and stuff um yeah, I need to buy a truck um I can. <laughs> change the letter on my driver's license too really yeah i can do that wow yeah you know that i know that um hillary clinton one of the last things she did before she left secretary of state office Mm -hmm. made it to where um if you have a letter from your doctor that says yeah they're they're trans Hmm. you send it to the government they're like okay you're trans here have an f oh cool here's an f go f yourself (laughs) (laughs) or you know if you're a fab you can have an m or whatever yeah and then it's it's in the um, the Kentucky state law that one of the ways you can define your gender marker is if you bring your passport to update your information. Hmm. So if I get my passport that has the F on it, I can go to the driver's license or the uh, DMV and just be like, hey, Prove it. I'm F. I'm F. Oh, you're F. And so they write F on the thing. Go. I just, it takes like $300, and I haven't quite done it yet. Mm. No, I'm changing your name. It It is a – it's going to be a lifelong process. Mm. My dead name shows up. I w- okay, so if I go buy gas at Shell – and I swipe my card and I type in my phone number. It says my dead name. Right. How do you even change that? You get a new card, right? Well, it it's like a like a Speedway card. Well, I yeah, have a just... new phone number. Oh. So yeah, I have no See, idea. I would think you could just go into the website and edit website? your info for Speedway card. It's not Speedway. It's Shell. Oh, Shell. That's what I mean. Like Down. my dead name is on so many things. Like well, I've of got course. the big ones. But every you're time you're 30 I years around, old, that's 30 years of your name and social yeah. being mixed in with everything you've done up to this point. I'm having a fun battle with Capital One right now. I have a Capital One credit card Me in too. my name. Are you uncomfortable? Oh, no. You want to trade I, chairs? I, was, I just had to flip my leg. Flipping. Oh, okay. Yeah. Flex the tape while you're ready. Flexing. 
Um, Mellow Matt's doesn't supply the most comfortable chairs in the world. <laughs> it's not records, not chairs. Yeah, it's not Mellow Matt's chairs and more. <laughs> Where's the lazy boy? Records. Where's the? That would be great. Records and chairs. Yeah. <laughs> lounge, the Mellow Matt's lounge. Um, well, good luck with you on that. I know that if, if that's a battle, you're going to win it. I know that. Aww, so good for you. He's so nice. I am nice. I, yeah. I care about you people. Oh, he's so nice. You people. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> Damn, I worked really hard on the way. <laughs> okay, now we're at question two. Great. And this question has kind of already been answered a little Probably. bit, but it, it you can at least elaborate a little more on it. But how do you relate your music to your identity? Now, in your case, Chick, this is an easy answer. Yeah, yeah. Like I started the band, like, like you said, was a, a major help of, right. of like, hey, I want to do this, and I got an idea to make a band that can be yeah. female band, but I'm one of the females. And, right. I mean, immediately the costumes, the stage presence, the outlook, the look, you know, yeah. overall, like it could not have been more of a home run. Right, right. Uh, like the original drummer, they were um, AFAB, and like they said, uh, oh, I'd love to, you know, be like in a girl band. And I was like, Hey, I'll, you know, I've been kind of feeling these thoughts and doing these, you know, I, I'd like totally do a girl band with you. And then that's kind of like, you know, conversations with them and conversations with like other people in like the trans community. Um, you know, Ali being one of them. Um, You've had a big support system. I know that. Yeah, kind of like had me develop and understand like my my final form. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm I'm still like getting there. Um, I'm like working out with uh, what do you call it? Um, healthcare stuff to so I can like assume my final form. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like molding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> So then, like the in the Daddy Sisters, I was like, okay, step back. A comfortable zone for me in songwriting is writing like, like real and fictitious love songs. And then in the Daddy Sisters, I was trying to like not do as much of that. And then I ended up writing like a self love song, which is mm-hmm. like the I want to grow up and be a girl, right? That, that type deal. And that was therapeutic. Yeah, I'm yeah, assuming. it was very therapeutic. And like it really just you know came from the heart. And it's like it's like this is like some real shit. I found it to be. I saw it like that a little bit. Mm. Like, it made sense to me, but I also knew you at that point when it was mm. coming out. But it was such an inspiring song in general. I don't think it would matter who you are and what you are right. in life. I think you would have just heard the message of be positive. Yeah. Be yourself. Mm. Do what you want to do. That's what I that's took That's what it is. It. Like, it's, uh, yeah, that's supposed to be like an anthem of like just being like, happy for yourself like any it's not just for trans people it's like if you ever like you know if you're you know if you were born you know a female and you present and you you are a female um and you ever thought it wasn't a positive thing this it's also for you it's like you know bam right. you know. it's a message and yeah. it's a powerful message of positivity that's how i look at yeah, it. yeah totally it's and it's like you could easy, just as easily say, when I grow up, I want to be, you know, a, a man or guy. Like you could, you, you know, t- totally a real s- man. Yeah, yeah. I want to be a man. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I relate to Ali on this because I hate that shit. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I shop at Bath and Body Works. Yeah, yeah. I wear 
female scented spray. Yeah, like, like I'm not. I don't. I don't do what either of you do. But there are some things. Yeah, there's some things that I like that the females have, and I'm jealous. And the body spray that smells like cotton candy is one of them. Right. Okay. But I guess it was early. <laughs> I think it was I was in high school, and then I started to like to wear like my girlfriend's deodorant because I liked it way better than smelling like the. Woods. I've worn female deodorant yeah. for fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's just better. It smells. You know better. why? Because old. There's an old man in here. Uh, old old men stink. Has like, has like, <laughs> and I don't want to be one. And I don't want to be one. <laughs> but yeah, I think Old Spice smells fucking awful, and I had no. I want no part of that. Well, currently, okay. I wear okay. Old Spice has has kind of redeveloped their concoctions. They have this new <laughs> this new um, these two flavors that do smell more well, like I want to say fruity. Good, but, they, but <laughs> smell better. Well, one is like they do smell like more like tropical. Like one is called Wolfthorn. I'm and sorry, it, what was that? Wolfthorn. See, that sounds like the dude that does the commercial. Yeah, there's well, and the other one's called Bear Glove. See, and, that's weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Bear Glove. Well, we don't want to. I've know. seen a bear well, slipper. Well, you can that, wear house slippers that are shaped like bear feet, yeah. feet. So I guess it's like a Mickey Mouse hand, but it's a bear, bear. claw. Yeah, but like is that what I've, that is. I've I've ran out of Wolfthorn, so I'm currently on Bear Glove until that runs out, and then we'll see where we go to next. <laughs> but they're more yeah, it's, pleasant. it's not the woods, not leather. Doesn't smell like, a, like a, a caramel candy in a pocket. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, not like that. It's so uh, it, it's I haven't went in and in, in, oh, I haven't went in and kind of like scented all the oh. smell all the scents of the, the yeah. newer of 2020. But uh, but twenty twenty since we'll, we'll see since see, see if I take off the bear gloves and and see, see what they got. <laughs> yeah, the gloves are off. Yeah, throwing it down. Yeah, but I, I do wear. Um, I was always getting the edge shave gel, but I have been getting um, whatever the whatever the girl one is or meant for girls. It's it's the it's, female version of shaving cream, lady. Yeah. Speed cream? I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I don't know what it is. Lady cream? <laughs> but it's orange and it smells like the tropics. Uh, oh, nice. It's great. It's You know what they need to make? You know what they need to make? I've said this for a long time. They don't have... Now nah, I forgot the words I need. Yep. Come to a standstill, everybody. Congratulations. Um, Can we push pause? Aftershave. They don't have aftershave Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. Like, mm. it, that would be such a marketable trans Are you woman sure? thing. Are you sure about that? Pretty. Like, have you checked like Avon and shit? Because they they got that shit down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't Avon. I can look into it, but, but you'd think there'd be a bigger market for like Avon and Tupperware. Why yeah. are you not it Avon? Would smell and nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, close off your pores. It'd be great. Yeah. Who's not? See, why aren't we? But I think it? I think I think think that the female shaving cream is used for typical shaving. It's for like but lazy, then, yeah. when you're done, they usually would use scented lotion. Yeah, yeah, you're to right. To put on instead of like an aftershave, yeah. I think they use lotion for the mm-hmm. sake of mm-hmm. skin. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But do you put lotion on your face? I do. do I you? put an air on my face once. How'd that go? I never did it again. I would I'm say sure. I would say that went very bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, since it's burning, I guess that means it's working. 
but it is not that. Well, see, like that was back whenever I was in high school, and I was like, I want, I never ever want to have a beard again. See, I never ever liked my my bitchin' beard. I loved it. I mean, it, it's 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 uh, it's a beard that is admirable, but I don't I don't want it. So mm. I, I, I like I think even like in my early twenties, I definitely wanted to be more effeminate, but I didn't really know the words and know like that trans was a thing. Right. I, I didn't know like didn't I was, know how to I was from Ohio County. I know I didn't know yeah. anything about that. So, uh, oh, it's once I learned it was kind of an option, I was like, oh, that's that's a thing? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, I don't like beards. I don't either. I can grow one in two weeks, but I hate it. Yeah, yeah, same here. I had one for a while. Most of yeah. the end of 2019, yeah. I just let it go. They have that stupid no shave November yeah, no shit. November, yeah. And I, I shaved like right before Halloween. I have a wonderful picture with you mm-hmm. at the oh, Halloween yeah. show at the yeah. Little Fox Bakery. And uh, I didn't shave after that. And so I didn't shave all of November and all of December. And the next thing I know, it's Christmas. And I'm like, good God. Yeah. I I could cut a tree down. Yeah, I know. And uh, and drive a big truck and all that. Yeah. And I decided it was time to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a beard guy. I'm not into that fad. I'm not into the fad right now. Yeah. When I shake a man's hand that's got this amazing beard. And there's not a callus on his hand. I'm like, get away from me! You're yeah. a fake. You're a fake. You're a phony. You're a. You're not. You're a, you're a Florida phony. Georgia line fan. Get away from me. <laughs> Had to do it. Went there. Yeah. Blame me. Write the editor. Mm. Allison Starr. Yeah, it's me. How would you put your relationship with music into your identity? Okay. Let's let's break it down. Okay, um, I I've had these questions for a while, and I was actually thinking about it the other day um, about the relationship between gender and my music, and I've determined that the the words I write don't have gender related to them. Mm. They aren't completely gendered. neutral. All they apply around. to everyone. Yeah. yeah, they are very neutral. They can apply to anybody. Um, for example, Space Cowboy is about it's. It's about a lot of things. An alien from Arizona. No. Um, Space Cowboy is about a kid that wants to go to space, and as he grows, or as they grow up, I guess, it's not gendered. It's never gendered in the song. Hmm. As they grow up, and they start to learn like what that entails, it really starts to almost make them rethink about it. Hmm. Um, like, oh, I, I didn't know like there was this much work, and it, it's more than just going to space. There's like training and stuff to do, right. and... But I'm going to keep get doing a Corvette. it, even though it's... Do what? You get a Corvette. Do you really? Yeah, if you're an astronaut. You get, I didn't you, know you that. You drink Tang and you get Let's a Corvette. Tang, look at all that Tang. Life, um, lifetime's... Supply. And the last verse is, they're in the rocket and they're about to go to space. And they, they're sitting there wondering if they really made the right decision. Hmm. Like, if this was really for them or not. But it doesn't really matter because... Because it's too late. Yeah, they're already going to space. The so they rocket well boosters have fallen back to there. Um, and I... I don't know if I intentionally do this or not, but it's supposed to apply to everyone. Like, specifically, that song is about me and the band. Right. Like, I've always wanted a band, and then I got here, and I was like, oh, crap. Booking show sucks. But the and band like, has a theme. Yeah, of course. And everything's very space and yep. funky music, and there's there's that. Yeah. So it makes sense that the songs would entail with yeah. that theme. That's just the idea, like, of how I wanted to... I don't know of how I wanted to um, Some Saturday morning cartoon sounds going on. <laughs> That's just the vehicle I wanted to present that idea in. Right. But even sexy robo fantasy isn't gendered. 
Like, it's not about a sexy woman robot. It's just about a sexy robot. Yeah. Right. And I hadn't thought of that, and I was like, oh. And robots well. are plain unless you put features on them. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Apparently, the songs I write don't have gender to them. Okay. That's good, though. And you unknowingly did that. Yeah. I yeah. just kind of did that. Now, the songs Professor Eclipse writes has gender to them, but I didn't write those. So. Well, there, the there you go. That's the difference. So that's um, that's how my gender relates. I wish I could be more loudly trans on stage. Um, one of the things I also did without realizing it is a. Uh, but recently, I'll have to interject here. You uh-oh. have, you have. I have because you wore the flag as a cape. Oh yeah, I always wear the flag. Now, if you ask me, that is just. Oh yeah, Comrade you made Don Binary. Exactly straight across the board. But you to wear that on stage is as part of your costume. Yeah. Was a bold statement, and it made the point. That's true. So in a way, that's that's um, interjecting the. Uh, I, I didn't know this until after I became non-binary. Um, Comrade Contra's colors are the non-binary flag colors. That's right. I didn't know that. And I was like, "See, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool." And I, and I was like, "Oh, you're right." So there you go. Um, I think a lot of things have come to the surface for you yeah that were always there um but you're the last to figure it out and yet all of these signs are coming back and you're like oh it all makes sense yeah right um i asked somebody it's like i can't remember like did you know i was gay before i did and they said um i don't know you had those elton john boots (laughs) i pretty much saw that i was like yeah that's a good point that that really (laughs) sums it up doesn't it that's a good point, I guess. Is that 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 boy with them Elton John boots? <laughs> uh, back in how do you walk in those? One step at a time. Yeah, one yeah, step yeah. at a time. I think it was uh, back in like sixth grade. I used to really, really like to wear this one shirt. Um, it was made out of terry cloth. Mm. It was like a towel. It felt really yeah, good on my yeah. Skin. And then someone said, "You're gay because you're wearing that terry cloth shirt." Like, oh, yeah, that's what it means to be gay. Yeah, like the Terry Cloth shirt. But Here's your standard issue. <laughs> again, this is one of those things that most people are so uneducated about. Yeah. The word gay in the 1920s was a refre- reference to happy. Yeah, yep. totally. And now, 100 years later, it's mm. slander. Yeah. And it's discriminatory. Dis- discriminatory. How do you say it? Discriminatory. Discriminatory. Yeah. I missed the letter. Yeah, but the gays take all the fun stuff. We took gay and we took the rainbow. So, I mean, how yeah, did you remember for that? That was funny. <laughs> I remember seeing something about the rainbow post, and I'm like, they can't take the rainbow. I'm like, why? <laughs> What's, it's just a rainbow. It's a rainbow. It has meaning. Ooh. I hate this song. It is, is it Pete, Pete Townsend, right? Is it? It is Pete is Townsend, it? yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, open the door. Milo, open the door. Yeah. That, I can't all the winners. Okay. Um, but you're winning. Yay! Um, This question is something that has easily been already mentioned and talked about leading up to this, but uh, obviously you can get more detail on it. But have you experienced discrimination while performing or otherwise? Well, clearly, Chick, you mentioned going into certain shows you get hollered at, catcalled in a way. Yeah, I've... um the very first show, I remember. Well, this wasn't really discriminatory; it was more inclusive, kind of, because they they they're ready. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, 
I remember we played our first show, and it was kind of like, you know, I don't know. He's about my height, and uh, he said, you know, good show today. He's pretty drunk, and then... Uh, was said, this when I was here? Is this this story? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. There was a uh, there was a guy who, after I said he said good show, I said oh thanks, and he said he asked if he kissed me, and I said no, and he was like what the fuck? I was like sorry, I'm not into you. I'm not like... into that. And uh, so that that was like my first like experience of of that yep. thing. Um, but then like I had a, a friend come over and say. Hey, is he bothering you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is. But this is bothersome to me, because yeah. usually, like, if 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 that had happened, they, the exact same thing happened, and I was like presenting mail, that right it wouldn't really totally different, much, yeah. but yeah, it would be different. But um, yeah, she like she's like probably a foot shorter than he was, and she straight up told his ass off, and it was great, and I was like, huh. That's pretty cool, mm-hmm. and uh, well, there was as far as like us going to go play a show. It's like we can't be like, uh, or we haven't experienced like, oh, we don't want your types here playing music. Right, or, you you walk in ready. Yeah. you don't go to a dressing room and change and come out like. Yeah, like you literally walk in the door. Yeah, every time. Dress, mm-hmm. and um, so I would assume. I mean, that's a great question. That yeah. have have you experienced that? But I mean. You're going to run into that just because yeah. it's not a but perfect it's still world. Not okay. It's still not okay, yeah, but it, it's like, also like I think you guys understand. Again, I say to you guys, yeah. that's the way I talk. Um, I always expect you walk in to understand. You understand what you have chosen, yeah, and you know what comes with this territory, yeah. But you're you're brave enough to move forward and just accept it. Yeah, I mean, not it's, not it's, in, a, in a positive light of accepting the shitty behavior from people, mm-hmm. but you're accepting the fact that I know you it's around the, it, expect it. Yeah, it, it's a it's a thing that I'm just aware of that I'm I'm on on alert. It, it sucks that I right, have to right. be kind of on more no, high alert. That, that's a good point. Then then like I, I am who I am, and I'm gonna do. Yeah, I am who I am, and I'm just gonna do it. But uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. This life chose me. Uh, That's true. Yeah, yeah, totally. I really feel yeah, that way. Like, I feel like happy, like happier now than I ever have. Um, I'm just rocking it, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, just feeling good about it. But I, I you have to do, have to be kind of on alert. I mean, even even like growing up, like with just like long hair in Ohio County, you know, like you know, pe- I people, know. And again, that shows a lot because I, I dealt with that, that stuff when yeah. I was younger and had longer hair. It was like I was, I was queer. Yeah, and I'm like totally. Why? Yeah, you know, and it's like so it I didn't was get a haircut. What? what are you talking about? <laughs> but that's that's a, I don't know. That's it, just rule, like you said, rule mentality. Yeah, yeah, they don't know no better. They don't know no better because Mama said so. <laughs> yeah, and that's just the way it is. That's just yeah. Like in Ohio County, like I remember like. Being like really sheltered, I didn't really. We didn't even have like access to like college radio, so like mm. the only access to music we had was like you know MTV VH1, right. and so I mean we got had the internet, but you had to wait five minutes for it to dial up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so <laughs> dong, dong, dong. we're we're you know pretty sheltered. Was that America Online back? Yeah. Then? Welcome. You're right. So 
coming to like a city that with you know internet made uh, a <laughs> opened up yeah, op- open up the the doors. Uh, Allison, yeah, hi. Would you like to elaborate on um, if you yourself, which I know, speaking of long hair and going to school, um, I do have a story about this. Uh, when I was at TC Cherry and I was in, I think fifth grade, I I blame my mother for this, mm. and she'll say that no, but I'll say yeah. Um, <laughs> She she was like, you, I'm, we're going to let your hair grow out. And I was like, oh, okay. And oh, like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, it's going to make you look cool. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow, that's interesting. So cool. I had long hair in like fifth grade. And a lot of people thought I was a girl. And I wasn't. Specifically, and I've never forgotten this, and I'm still mad. Um, I went to the boys' bathroom one day, and I was just kind of minding my own business, walking back to class. And this teacher came back and said, what were you doing in the boys' bathroom? Wow. And I turned around because I didn't understand why I was in trouble. And she went, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, because what the hell? The mentality of girls have long hair and boys yeah. have short hair, right? This is why I'm non-binary. I hate this crap. Uh, I but cannot, yeah, I cannot hear that word without thinking of, like, <laughs> mechanics and parts and watch parts moving. I dig it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, Go on with the, with the chlorophyll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I could use gender queer if that makes you feel any better. No, no, that's it. No, it's okay. It's the other word I for non-binary. I, I just, gender queer, binary. I don't yeah. know why. Why is that triggering that for because me? Because it's all computers it's and bionics. Stuff. Yeah, that, there, you okay, there you go. There you go. Um, what Woo. was the question? Um, have you have experienced you discrimination? Yeah, discrimination um, while performing or otherwise. Which I've been you're groped. In a, you're in a position that bans things you've done in the past, and then a ban. Unknown named unnamed band where you wear a costume and you're not visible. That's true. So you're behind a mask. Yep. You're um, a character at that point. Like no one thinks about that stuff. When you put on a mask, you're you're behind, behind the mask. And I just hit the <laughs> microphone. Um, other other than that, you have done other bands. You have done other things. But did you always perform? In regular clothing and yeah, um, there's been a couple times I performed femme, but it was mostly with chick at like um, open mic. Okay, um, there's pictures. Pictures exist on the internet. But recently, correct? Uh, somewhat. Recently, uh, as in the last three. Or yeah. Four years. Oh yeah. Um, I have been groped on stage in Louisville. As in unwanted, bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, drunk people. Drunk people at Third yeah. Street. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, it was groped. This guy would not. He always wanted to play with my nipples, and I'm not. I don't know why. He was weird. That's Adam almost beat him up. <laughs> but um, I'm always afraid that I'm going to get a lot more discrimination because, like, um, the Third Street Booker doesn't know that I'm trans. I don't think. Hmm. Um, but I'm just waiting for like certain venues to like. Oh yeah, I'm trans, and they just don't want to book me anymore because of it. I don't know. I've, I haven't experienced it yet, but it always puts me on edge. But like you said, it's it's on the back. It's there. Yeah. It's on your mind yeah. going into just about anything at this point. Yeah. That's right. Um, I've had old musician friends of bands I was in be uncomfortable that I'm trans now. Really? Yeah. Thanks. Not Seek. I don't talk to Seek anymore. Mm. They do their own thing. That's great. They do their own thing. I guess. Um, other people. That just you know I haven't come out to because I don't talk to him anymore. Well, I mean, people are in your life now that are supposed to be. Yeah, 
I love his everybody phases. that's in my life now. Phases, you know, I've I've learned that. You know, did you catch it? Yeah, huh. I caught it. Magic fly catcher. It wasn't a fly. It was, was a it? thing. But I don't know. It was some fuzzy. Um, right on topic. Fuzzy. fuzzy. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I have experienced some discrimination. I experienced a lot of discrimination at work because, like mm. I said, everybody's like fifty years old. Yeah, but and again, that's. Almost I'm just. Like I'm about to, to stop talking to them all together. Yeah. Just. It's, well, you should. It just eats do your away. Job and leave. I know, but it's twelve hours. Um, it they eats away at you all day. It. They'll never. No. They'll never grasp it. I know, but it's just it. It eats away at my soul all the time. One of the reasons I changed my name when I did was I got tired of writing my dead name on my paperwork every day. It just, it broke my heart every day. And I hang out with these people every day and they're like, oh, dead name, or oh, he, and I'm like, oh, and it breaks my heart every time. And I just, I don't know how much more I can really take it. Like, it just, it really, like, it ruins the whole day. Well, I'll give you this. You're letting them win. I know. You're right. But you have made significant yet slow progress to where you are today. Yep. Yes. So move forward. Yep. Don't That's the plan. allow it. You're going to deal with that. You're going to deal with it. You're going to deal with it 10 years from now. <laughs> Unless you get a new job. <laughs> but They'll I'm retire saying, by then. I, 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 know, I know that's got to be hard, but I also know that you're better than that. You're better than that. Oh, yeah. So you can beat that with a stick while posing the... But yeah, yeah, I can do that. Um, I like how everything goes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all coming back. It's like Seinfeld. It all just comes back. But is there anything else that you, I mean, not only you just, you know, experiencing things on your end of the spectrum, have you witnessed other people you know or friends of yours deal with things of that nature? Um, I have other, I don't want to speak for them, but I have other, um, like, queer friends in Louisville. And they get misgendered and stuff mm-hmm. a lot, and it, it does the same thing for them. It right. upsets them and stuff. Um, but I don't want to speak for them. I just know no, that it's I'm a thing. Just, and I'm they live in Louisville like how too. How you all might handle that? <sighs> Do you step in and? Sometimes it depends if I know what because I I don't live in Louisville. I know, that. and I I don't really know like what's going on half the time. But like there have been times mm-hmm. I've stepped in and done stuff like that. I haven't like seen like any like I don't know if if I had like you know well you're around you're around your people yeah for the most part so it's not like you walk into these situations because you want to deal with crap yeah but you you're usually in the right place and comfortable places to be yeah yeah like it sucks that like you kind of have to be on alert and not be like afraid to go to certain places at certain times because of you know, you might run into some turd yep. or something. It took but, me a long time to go to Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that too. Like Kroger, especially this those Kroger people here. in those shopping buggies, the the power chair. Oh yeah, there's some judgmental motherfuckers. Oh yeah, man. for they, being a never mind. Just, I did have some. Don't start. There was like one. There was a Walmart person that said, um, "All right, Walmart person." No, there was like a a, a worker there. A Walmarter. Yeah, they they said that like yeah, a Walmarter. Um, they um, they said that they really liked like my outfit, and they and they said that uh, that they were, I think either gender queer or gender fluid, and I was like, oh, that's cool, like, cool. Um, so I was like, yeah. They said that they said. Uh, 
That was it. I read it. <laughs> yeah, that, that is all I said. <laughs> my favorite is um, I colored my hair, uh-huh. and I colored my hair because um, I'm queer, and that's a good. But when I decided I was trans, I'm like, well, everybody colors their hair. I'll just color my hair, and I'll make it purple. And I love my purple hair. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank it's you cool. so much. Um, but if it, it smelled like strawberries, though. I'd be even more impressed. Grapes? No, it's, it's purple grapes. It really does. <laughs> That's good. It scratch a sniff. Um, <laughs> but um, I always miss this, and I do it. I it, this is the thing I use to subtly tell people, "Hey, I'm queer shit." And I always get people, "I love your hair," and I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And I get like two hours later, and I'm like, "Oh, they were pointing that out. I always miss it." Oh, <laughs> so. But yeah, I've, I've had that happen. I had a couple of lesbians in Louisville. Come, I love your hair. I'm like, oh, thank you. And I was like, oh, they just told me they knew I was queer. That's what that was. Of yeah, course. So it's like inside. I got the yeah. yeah. It's like a it's like a code phrase. Yeah. I love your hair. Yeah. And I always miss it every time. <laughs> every time. Well, now you'll maybe you'll forget. You know. I know, but I always time. beat myself up. I had a friend at work that was like, oh, I love your hair, and I'm like, oh, thank you, and I like, and I think they were like, or she was like. Why, why did you color your hair? I was like, oh, I'm queer. And I swear to God, she said, I am too. And I didn't quite put that together until later. I was like, she said about my hair color. Dang it, I missed it again. So <laughs> that's about right. Note to self, hair color recognition Generally is a compliment. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, talk about, here, here's a great question. Yeah. The fourth one is is a fantastic question. Shout out to the, the ones who made this. Because uh, Oakley and Dre, yeah. It's very good. Um, how does it make you feel that this city doesn't have a fairness ordinance? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Oh, okay. Because I got, I got this unlocked. Okay, got it. Nervous. It makes me feel insanely nervous right. that Bowling Green doesn't have a fairness ordinance. And I, I think they're you. being extremely stubborn and need to get off their, you know weirdo high horse and it's like three words in the in like the bowling green constitution fix everything three words it's like or four i can't remember exactly how many words it is <laughs> it's you know, one hyphenated uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um um i think y'all need to come with me one time uh i'm trying to be a member of the the fairness committee in bowling yeah. green yep. yeah. they meet every like second monday they do um i try I, to go I, I keep up with it i have a, i have a problem what the problem is I live in the county. Yeah. And therefore I have no say in any city politics. Now I can show up as a body. Well, I mean you can do no, stuff. I, no, I can do stuff. I can come in and, and vote or, or or voice my opinion as a resident of Warren County. Yeah. I do not live in the city limits of Bowling Green, therefore I cannot vote for city commissioner. I cannot vote for city dealings. Well, how do you get county politics in? Thank you. Oh, they, they, okay. <laughs> do you get that? Yeah, I got it. 10-4. Um, there's one county in Kentucky that has a fairness ordinance. The whole county. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is. Well, most of them do. Well, well the ones that have passed Like Louisville it. is a county in and of itself. Yeah, but yeah. there was like... Jefferson County had... There was well, the recent one. Yeah, shocked everybody. They're like, well, "We've never even heard of this place." But that it's like a right. small little community yeah. that is obviously filled with cool people. Yeah, and but, they got it before us, and we're the th- we are now the third largest city in yeah. the state. Yeah, uh, right next to, but I guess between Paducah and Owensboro, yeah. Lexington, Louisville, Bowling Green, Owensboro, yeah. Pikeville. These are the major big cities. 
um, it's, in my opinion, pathetic. Yeah. That we're still ruled by the type of old fashioned kind old of- fat exactly. Yeah. It's very very old fashioned way, and it won't die off for another twenty years. Yeah. Because that generation is still going and still making decisions and have the money and the power and the control yeah. and the chokehold on a lot of people that do have the involvement. It is yeah. a it's a game. Yeah. And we're never going to win that game unless more people like us get into the actual field of running for office and doing things. But nobody wants to do it. I've thought about it. It looks But I'm like, such a, like, all I do is live in my little apartment. I don't know anybody. No one would know who I was, and no one would vote for me. Yeah. Um, but but that, that's how I think it starts. Yeah, I do. And like, you can look at a lot involved. of things in that nature and be like, well, it starts from the ground up. It starts with you. You get a team that supports you and builds up this whole thing. And then, obviously, I'm not a politician, but I, I've observed enough to understand how it works. And it's a game. Um, how does it make me feel that we don't have a, a, a fairness ordinance? Really nervous. There's nothing that keeps my job from firing me for being queer. Isn't that great? No. I mean, it just, <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, I, I, that was sarcasm. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I, I totally. That blows my mind. Yeah. That that and and I that's mean, considered okay. Like that's con- fine. It's considered okay because by law, they can do that. Yeah. Um, well, by law, you used to be able to segregate, and by law, you used to be able to murder people for their, you know, nationality. And every one of the concerns law. for the contrary are ridiculous, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, all oh, the trans people are all going to rise up and sue all the employers Take because. All the guns. Yeah, and all the, you know, all this crap. Um, it makes me nervous. There's nothing that keeps my landlord from evicting me for being queer. Really? Yeah. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. That's. That makes me extra- so, incredibly okay, nervous. Educate someone like me who may not know all the fine print. Okay. You're telling me that that ordinance, if it was voted and put in place, would be a protector yeah. against stupid shit like that. Yeah. yeah, that is exactly what it is. And, I mean, I can understand the realm of the job, the, I don't know, certain things, being able to do certain things. But to bring it down to a landlord? Yeah. Making a decision based on their opinion on whether or not they accept someone for being what they are? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's why we need a fairness ordinance. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no protection for the now LGBTQ what's, what's people in Bowling Green. What's the vote from happening? The actual commissioners or the votes from the people in this town? It's the, the commissioners we have in office right now. So there's four commissioners. It was like two to three last time. Yeah, and a mayor. Yeah. One got so, left out because he was on probation. No, he voted. Joe voted. No, I meant the other one. There was another one. I'm not going to get namey because I know <laughs> I know some of them, but I know one of them. Saying, one got of them in trouble. got in trouble, and I don't think got to participate in the actual vote. I think that was afterward. See, I, I thought it happened while they were on. Uh, no, I thought they were in detention. Not yet, and couldn't do anything. Um, it was two to three. The mayor voted against it, and two of the other commissioners voted against it. It really says a lot about our mayor. Yeah. I have met the it mayor. It does. And he seemed like a nice person. I've met a lot of people in this town that are involved in high up things. Yeah. Television, radio. And it shocks me to get to know them because it's scary. Yeah. They're. Oh. Yeah. 
They're just popular. They're they're nice. They're nice when the camera's rolling. Yeah. But then off camera, you hear things and notice things and pick up on things that will scare the shit out of you. And then you immediately are like, whoa. Didn't know, didn't know that. And now that you know that, you change your opinion about someone real quick. Yep. Um, so we got a lot of that still. Stuff like this is why it's really important to like vote, especially in local elections like this. Yeah. Um, and this is where it pisses me off that I don't... I work in the city of Bowling Green. I live in the county. And you don't get to vote. And I do not get to vote in city politics because I don't live in the city limit. I, did you know that? No. I didn't know that either. That's wild. It's true. Now, and I'm like, you know, okay, if I can't vote for city commissioner and mayor, why the fuck are you taking money out of my paycheck yeah, for city Yeah, why am taxes? I paying? This is taxation without res- representation. That's how I feel. But, of course, they have an excuse for it. Of course they do. That they can shut you down with big words and, and basically slam the hammer down and say, well, tough. This is how it is. This is how it's always been. I'm like, it's that way because someone decided that they could do that. Yep. And that would suppress the vote for the city to be more choked. It's a choke. They're, they're choked. Yep. That's how I've always felt about it. So, yeah, that's true. Would you like to, an- to answer the question? How do you feel about the yeah, fact that here we go. Let's Bowling Green, right Kentucky, which has let's just be straight about this. We love our we love our town. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, I love we love this music scene, which is what is a big part to our lives. Yeah, the art scene. We have great people. We have great places. We have places like this that we are accepted as people mm-hmm. without any judgment whatsoever. So I love my city. And I'm lifelong, you know, mm-hmm. but but it's moments like this that I I do I got a little beef. Yeah, wet yeah. beef. I got a little wet. Yeah, beef, a little wet beef. Wet beef. Ah. Yeah, it is really scary to be to you know to think that you know your landlord could like you know just dump you out in the street like out of nowhere yeah. or or like you know your job just you know. I just hope they don't know that <laughs> at this point. Yeah, like, it's like I mean it's, we just. I don't you know pay how- rent and you're clean. They have no reason. Yeah. Um, so if that's an actual reason that they can stand behind and say that's why I did it, yeah. then that says a lot about them. I I haven't been victim of that yet. Uh, I have heard like s- some places in town. Um, I have heard of uh, people getting fired because of like. I've heard of that. Uh, people like being, gay, yeah, being gay, yeah. And so I, I stopped eating at this particular, you know, Spanish restaurant. So, and I loved going to this place, but I don't Wait, go there anymore. Please don't tell me it's one I like. I hope not. It, it was a. It was a. Did you turn the microphone on? About to. Um, well, my mic's still gonna pick it up. What? It was a. No. Now what? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, it Taco was Taco Man here needs to know. <laughs> no, I would like What do you want us to say it on your podcast? Who cares? Okay, fine. Yeah, it was like uh, like I, I loved um, I really loved Cape Bueno, but like I don't go there anymore because no, I've never been there. Yeah, oh, like it was Taco Man? To me that's that's the corpse of a Wendy's and that's Wendy's and Yeah, you yeah, you're you right. Do that. Yeah, it was I'm sorry. I just yeah. don't I don't eat places that if it still looks like a McDonald's, I'm not going to eat there. Because it's that was McDonald's. Yeah, I remember. I remember getting stuff there at Winners <laughs> Wendy's. Awesome. 
but yeah, it was. Um, I loved. Used to love go to there, but or love going there, but uh, I just don't anymore because of, of that. This is another because now wait, wait, go back. Over. Yeah, you're saying that someone worked there. Someone worked there and got fired because they the boss found out and the boss didn't like that. Yes, and they found that to be a reason. Yeah, to to let him go. That's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a bummer because. But an ordinance in place that that would by our city hall or, or in law basically right yeah um if our city adapted that law that could have not happened or if it had happened they would have been able to fight oh yeah and and with that they would be protected stand, yeah, yeah stand up for that. And it was because they were you know like, it, like however you know whatever lifestyle they had it wasn't like it was a, a affecting like whatever yeah. job or mm-hmm. whatever they were just like they were know. just working yeah. yeah they washed their hands they made Tex-Mex tortillas yeah or whatever so, the hell they made yeah whatever yeah. they made the uh, Wendy's flavored tacos <laughs> I just I, I would never I would never eat there um yeah it freaked me out yeah so it's I, it's a, like a total bummer. Like whoever got let go, but like, uh, I yeah. So uh, hopefully they're they're like doing like a you know a better job where they're more happy. You know, not having to work under uh, that type that of really that really puts it in perspective, though. Yeah, yeah. because not everyone knows that. I didn't know that. Of yeah. course, I see it in the news. I support anything that would be beneficial on helping. Anybody yeah. in in the situation? When I okay, I attended my friends uh, got married. Mm-hmm. This was right at the end of the last administration, prior to the current administration. Mm-hmm. And their fear was: Does this mean our marriage is just ceased to exist? Does it mean it's not going to be legit and real anymore? It was a big fear for them. Mm. two ladies and um i got that like that i i felt that like i was like because i was there i attended it it was one of the most beautiful wedding ceremonies i've ever witnessed in my life because i wasn't looking at two women getting married i was looking at two people people, that have been together for years that love each other Mm -hmm. and i was like when they said that it was like i get that you know it's scary but yet, so far, nothing has come of that. But current administration could pull that trigger any day they wanted to. Yeah. You know? I'm afraid for if you know the current administration makes it um, another four years. It scares me. I often wonder. I feel like it trickles down to like the smaller stuff, like our city council and stuff. You know. Yeah. That worries me a little bit. Do y'all need to go? Oh no, no I don't. Uh, no, like I was. Uh, Everybody's restless and checking their phone. I'm like, well, I was checking it because right now I gotta sell some gear. Because like, I, you, what I, do you got for sale right now? A lot of stuff. Can you I, take layaway. I'll, I'll, I could. Lay I'll give you like ten away, bucks like, a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want that. You have a base. I want I got, really okay. bad. Actually, you have a base and an amp. I want really bad. But I have no money. Yeah, that that. Well. The reason why I have no I'll money give is because I buy too much gear. If you if you hook me up, I can hook you up with a lot of exposure. It works for the clubs. 
figured it would work for me. I get you a lot of gigs that don't pay. You get so many, so much exposure. God, like that exposure thing. Oh my God, I'm done with exposure. I've, I've already exposed myself enough. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. There it is. Yeah. That hasn't got me. Hey, I hear Wes is looking for a nude model. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Because, I mean, I, we've answered these questions. Yeah. The questions that were brought by the gay think tank. Yeah. yeah. Which I love. Oakley and Drake. Uh, we're, I'm at the I don't know them, so I can't say their yeah. names. They're yeah. awesome people. I haven't they retained them. They're great that. people. I've been talking to Oakley kind of this whole time. but That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll introduce you. You'll get to meet Oakley. Yeah, Oakley we're playing Drake. in Louisville in uh, April. Or May. Is it May? It's May. It is May. Don't get me started. It's going to be May. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be May. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Another meme. Yeah. We're good at the memes today. Yeah, I love meme. You got to meme it. They're fun. Yeah. Stonks. 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 Yeet. Yeah, yeet. See, I don't get the yeet thing. Okay, it, I don't know anything about that. My daughter is it's totally just, on it. It's, okay, it, so it's just a funny word to say whenever you throw things. It, you throw it. Like, um, here's a great oh, example. That's, a, okay. that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Um, here's a great example. Like, um, say, say, say my little <laughs> friends are going to get coffee at my favorite coffee place in Louisville. Um, I'm like, hey, can you yeet me some coffee? They're, okay, of course they can't really, but it's just the joke of like, like throwing, the coffee throwing the coffee all the way to me. Yeah, yeah. can you eat me some of this? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, like the the video I saw was some guy with a he was throwing a CD or something. Yeah, he yeeted a CD. Yeah, he Is it yeah. yeeted? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of discussion yeet. about that. It, some people say it's yote, and I think it's yeeted. It'll be like deer. He it's yeeted. Yeeted. Yote. Uh, it's yeet. not yote. That's ridiculous. It's yeeted. Um, but what like I've done yo did you? Yeah, he had like the uh, the passion um, to say what was in his heart, and the heart his the word was yeet. Yeah. <laughs> the video I always show people is um, this girl like in high school with the fruitopia or whatever. Yeah, it's like let me have a drink of that. And she picks it up. She's like, it's empty. Yeet. That's okay. I totally get it now. I like that. Can you yeet me that Dio cassette that's, that's, over that's there? The thing. Yeah. Let's see what what Dio cassette this is. Yeah, you've Lock been... up the wolves. Sounds like an Old Spice. <laughs> Dio, lock up the it? wolves. Wolfthorn. Wolfthorn. Containing yeah, the songs. Yeah. Hey Angel. Night music. Yeah, I like night music. Wolfthorn. I don't know anything about this record. Do you all like Dio? I like, Ronnie uh, James. Oh yeah. I saw Dio in concert once. He, he was with Black Sabbath, though. Oh, that would have been a good show. It was great. Danzig and Black Sabbath in Tampa, Florida <sighs> at the Sun Dome. On... It's so far away. Well, I went for Danzig. Of yeah. course, Black Sabbath was like, well, it's Black Sabbath. That's mm. cool, but it's uh, with well, Dio and not Ozzy. And so, I mean, it was cool. Randy it was would dehumanizer have been dead at this point, album. right? Hmm? Like Randy would have been dead at this point, right? Randy. Rhodes. Yeah. Randy Rhodes? Yeah, from Aussie's band. Oh, we, yeah, he we, Black uh, Sabbath. Yeah, Got yeah, it. Yeah. I was paying attention. I'm paying attention. Pay attention. I said I'm Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, Randy Rose died in '82. This the concert I was at would have been in '91. Mm. There you go. There you go. All the way in Tampa. What? Yeah, we were down there visiting a friend. Ooh, okay. Lived in Lakeland. Okay. And he got concert tickets to go see Danzig. This was now. This is the true reason we went. It was fucking Danzig, dude. Yeah. And uh, I was 15 at the time, 14 or 15 years old. 
And I was like, oh my god, the lead singer of the Misfits, you know, that's cool. I like Danzig. Well, it was on their third album. Uh-huh. So I got to hear How the Gods Kill plus Danzig 2 mm-hmm. and the first album. And it was great. That was the true reason why we went. But they opened for Black Sabbath, and Black Sabbath had Tony and Geezer, but Ronnie James Geezer. Dio was the lead oh, yeah. singer. And it was okay. I'm glad I saw it. I can say I saw it, but I wasn't a fan. Mm. I don't like the over the top myth mythical lyrics of oh, yeah, dragon yeah. slaying and yeah. whatnot. Holy diver. Yeah, it's like it's like watch it's like it's like if the the movies were put into music, yeah. I guess. It reminds me of that. Like what's the Dio with all this <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, what's the deal with no all your, soup for you? All this fantasy, <laughs> no soup for you. Yeah. What's Lord. the deal with this rainbow? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my Dio story, and you yeeted, yeeted me the Dio yeah, the cassette Dio. from across the room. Yeah. Um, I've been staring at these wall. I've owned you all. Are, I'm looking at a wall of cassettes behind you. And cool here eats. at Mellow Mats Music and More, you can get the Hooters. On cassette with Survivor, Bob Seger, which I absolutely no, despise. They got a good tape selection. Over Don't here. tell Debbie. I know. David Bowie. What's the What's the Bowie? The Golden Years cassette. Look at that. Okay. I just kept looking up here. I'm like, what Elvis Costello next to Eddie Money. Lover Boy next to the Police. Queen's Wrong next to the Moody Blues. Very good. Good good tape selection of. Analog recordings at Mellow Matt's music and more, where the more stands for cassette tapes. Yeah, and books, um, and books, <laughs> and Chick Falcon's library. Uh, yeah, I've got a fun question. Yeah. What's the farthest you've gone <laughs> for a show, like a concert? Like to actually? Oh, I was in Florida on vacation. Oh, see, see yeah, one. yeah. Uh, I might win, but I don't think so. Uh, mine. I think Cincinnati. From uh, probably like three hours. The but. farthest you've gone to see a show is Cincinnati. Yeah, not that far. You've played farther than that. Oh yeah, I played. Yeah. But you, the farthest you've gone to see somebody in Cincinnati. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I should have like like I really want to see the Stones and like they probably don't have too many years left and. I don't you, know. I think you, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look at how many people have died, and yet they're still touring. I know it's pretty still wild. It's and like freaky. Mick, and Mick Jagger is still insane on stage. It's yeah, the crazy. heart surgery, and they're still on tour. It's it's, it's mind boggling. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I saw Paul McCartney in in uh, Cincinnati. Uh, that Ooh. was that was a really good show. And, I like, bet it was. He'll play. He played for like three hours, and yeah. I didn't get bored at all. Because like, no, I usually get bored after forty five minutes. It's like the soundtrack something. of your life. Oh, it's so good. So many people's lives. But we we're up so high. I could see like the birds like at eye level. Like, we're just, <laughs> <laughs> and so what's that dot there? Oh, that's Paul. That's it's Paul. Like, oh, okay, cool. What's your What's your furthest distance then? If you're gonna win, uh, I've been to Toronto. For That's a show. pretty damn far. Yeah. <laughs> so you drove all the way to Canada to see who? Uh, Torp. Really? Yeah. That's a long way. Yes, it is. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. Did you? I would love to go back to Canada. Did you go tour the city while oh, you were there? Not as much as I would have liked to have. Um, I saw a lot of on-routes. Hmm. How about that for an answer? Um, That's good. <laughs> Canada has this thing, like, they have the highway that goes from, like, Detroit to Toronto, yeah. and on the every so like every so many hundred kilometers or whatever, they have what's called an on route. It's yes. like a rest stop. Oh, those are great. Slash gas those. station slash like Tim Hortons slash you know 
It's like a food chain. Court. Yeah, yeah, it's like a food court. So um, it really is. Uh, the on routes are nice. Yeah, the bathrooms are always nice. The on routes. I had Burger King poutine, which oh, yeah. is not that great. I had KFC poutine. <laughs> yeah, KFC poutine, and also like the coleslaw there. It's like it looks like pistachio pudding. It's like it's bright green, and it, it, there's no carrots in it. I would it, not eat that. It was it was really strange. And also, I remember like I love chips. I love them. And then I saw some flavors. I was like, oh, those are going to be new flavors that are going to be in the States. And one was like uh, Doritos Intense Pickle, and that was never – it never came to the United States. That's my nickname. Intense Pickle. Intense Pickle. Yeah. <laughs> they had uh, the ketchup chips. That's a that's a pretty common thing up there. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, they got all dressed. All dressed, yeah. 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 But, uh, well, they have a lot of French food, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. French. Yeah. We were trying to get a, get a hotel room whenever we were up there, and like – Mike Dean, he had, he'd been drinking, and like every, every time we went to hotel, he would go up there with like me or Michael, and just out of out of the gate say "wee oui, wee," oui, and like, <laughs> and then like so the French people would definitely not be taking us seriously. Like, it's like God, Michael. That's like, okay now, Michael. Now we have to go across the street. But oh good God. times. I I haven't gone that far. Yeah. I was in Florida, but I was already there. Yeah. I saw Dio and Black Sabbath with Danzig in Tampa, mm. and I saw Ario Speedwagon and Sticks in Jacksonville. But again, I was at Disney World, and I saw they were coming. My friend is the drum tech for Ario Speedwagon, Ooh. and I said, "Hey, I'm in Orlando. I see you guys are going to be in Tampa mm-hmm. and Jacksonville. I I can come see you." And he said, "Well, come see us in Jacksonville." We're like, great. So we drove up to Jacksonville. We got to go backstage and see uh, Sticks and Ario oh, Speedwagon cool. and the guy that was in the Eagles that I always forget his name. Don Felder? Don Felder. Oh, I love uh, Don Felder. Oh, my let God. Let me tell you something. Which I, I, I hate the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, it's Big Lebowski moment for me when I bring up the Eagles. But <laughs> I'll say this. Don Felder was the opening act. Played heavy metal. Yeah. I lost my shit. I bet you did. I was like, this is fucking great. God, this is such a good great. This player. is great. And then uh, Ario was second. Mm-hmm. I've seen them once before. My my buddy John works for them. Put on a great show. Not a fan, but songs I grew up with, right? Yeah. Sticks came out. And I was like, oh, look at the time. I gotta go. Oh. I gotta go. Not no, a fan. Yeah, I'm not a huge They didn't play it. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. How do you not? No, no, play sorry, I wasn't into it. Not my thing. What about Arena um, Rock? More like stinks. <laughs> stinks. <Stonks. laughs> Lady Blue. That's another one of my favorite stick songs. Well, um, the guy singing isn't the original lead singer, so it's one of those moments where it's like, eh, you know, it's got what's his name, Brad. Oh, okay. Oh, Tommy. What's the guitar player that's so popular? Yeah, chick. And what? And sticks. Sticks. Oh, I don't know. He wasn't popular with me. No, no. He's a very popular man. He's one of those Guitar World yeah. cover dudes. Yeah. He was know. in Damn Yankees, and Sticks. he's in Sticks. And his name's Guitar Tommy something. Tom, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. Tommy Shaw. Tommy Shaw. Thank you. Yeah, it just wasn't a band. He's very I, short. I he's much shorter than I thought. <laughs> but I forget how tall I am. So sometimes when I meet celebrities, I'm like, you're really short. <laughs> hey, you're really short. I'm gonna step on you. Yep. People say that to me all the you time. You look much taller on MTV. Yeah, I get that all the time. Like, wow, you're really short without your boots on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Thank you. But nobody knows it's you. They they know. How dare you? They know you, because I'll play a show the and then I'll get undressed and I'll start packing crap up and they're like, "Oh, your yeah. hair is purple. Yeah. I wonder who you are." Yeah. And I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> I have been road crew for both of your bands, but I've been road crew more for Solar Disco Force <laughs> than anybody. And I love it. I think it's fun. I love that side of things. That's what I love about being friends with oh, yeah. with the bands like, around here. Is I, I've become everyone's like, oh Dean's here, great. He'll yeah. probably don't say anything and he'll crew for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that day at Pride. Holy crap, that was like if there was ever a crew needed, that was the day. That was like, a terrible I, day. And then the weekend so after hot. that was like super cloud cover and cool and. And I'm like, so I was like, why did they cover the stage? You know? I, I still have like a sunburn here from that day. Like, <laughs> That's it's, it's, crazy. It's a tan. Yeah, oh, okay. It's, it's... Yeah, we got we all got cooked that day. Oh I almost God. passed out. I didn't oh wear a God. hat that day. Normally, I wear a hat all the time. I did not wear a hat that day, mm. and my scalp was. Sunburned. Oh yeah, I've like, had scalp burns. Yeah, I, yeah I usually don't because I usually wear a yeah. hat. Usually. Yeah. Like today. Yeah. But that was a good day. I've seen both of your bands live many times, and I'm a huge fan. Played some good shows recently, and yeah. we got some coming up, and I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So I want to I want to add my own question to this sure. roster here. It's, what does this music scene mean to you with all of that going like into it, like? How accepting is our city may have a problem with fairness ordinance passing, but has the music scene been fair and and kind to you? The music scene has been um, they, they've been really yeah really kind like you know T- Timmy over at Rockies and John and Jarvis over at, at Tidballs mm-hmm. they they've been like really accepting and like they they don't give a care they just like. They just really—they know good music. Yeah, that, that's just—they just—and they also realize that it's a good show. I mean, I think in yeah. you both are phenomenal on stage because oh, you've nice. got the the pizzazz, the pizzazz. Your your show, the, the the showbiz <laughs> aspect of it, the yeah. entertainer aspect. Yeah, of yeah, it, yeah. That, without a doubt, is very much alive and and easy to spot. But they get that, mm-hmm. and they know that. That's a major bonus to to have in a band because let's face it, there's some bands that just stand there and look at the floor. Yeah, you, you know, gotta, you gotta have to do the, the full package. Yeah, you gotta have the full package. Yeah, exactly. The full package. Gotta, it's, I, it's a great support. I, I got a package too. Think of my package. package needs a lot of support. Yes. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> Speaking my language. Yeah. But I, I know the answer to that. I was just curious yeah, if you had run into any issues of any kind, which I, I didn't think so. Not here. Yeah. Like, everybody that we, we play with, like, musicians are, I mean, are, are artists. And, like, our artists, a lot of, like, more often than not, are more liberal-minded and progressive anyway. Yeah. So they, like... They don't give a rip. Yeah. Yeah. They just like they all they care about is if you're if they enjoy your art or not. Right. That's really and, and art again goes into this. Yeah. This is part of the art community. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the merger of all of that into one is is a world of its own. 
Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Oh yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, like, and that community as well has been very open to. I mean, look at the the Pride Festival alone is a great example. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how long that necessarily has been going on. Doesn't seem like super duper long time, but it, it's as far as it's ramped up to being bigger. Oh yeah, it's being a bigger thing, and mm-hmm. the 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 drag shows play a big role. Oh yeah, yeah I know that's a really... big. That's another thing in this town that I would lump into all this is the entertainment side mm-hmm. that's an art form in itself yeah that's totally. amazing that, to watch oh i know like how they do like a cartwheel and land on the splits and just oh my <laughs> god are you kidding i mean it's, me? it's truly I remarkable that. i know it's i love watching amazing. it and i i know uh geneva oh yeah geneva Gen- Gen- janina i always get yeah geneva's awesome and specter cosmos yeah. and uh like britannica and like, like the whole cast is fantastic. But they too understand the mean the the merging of music. Oh yeah, yeah. And art, and I've I've just I've seen that at Pride. That's what I love about Pride so much is, I the the feeling of love and acceptance when you're there. Except for oh, yeah. the asshole with the megaphone. I yeah, fuck yeah, that guy. For him. I hope yeah. so. I hope it comes to fruition. But aside from that, the the vendor booths, mm-hmm. the art people that are set up, the food vendors that are set up, they're there to say we're here for a reason. Right? They they all could have said no. I don't want to go there. Yeah. I don't think they're there for making money. I think they're there for being involved and mm-hmm. and saying to the mass public, "Well, we're here. We're yeah. we're we're." cool with this you know and i think it's cool yeah it's been you know but the music yeah. plays a big role in that show mm-hmm. and i mean event it's a big open event mm-hmm. with various things and would you elaborate on the connection between art and the uh, lgbtq community with music going into something like the pride festival and the the club scene the shows that are put together was that a bad question? It caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean exactly? So like, what I mean, well, we've kind of touched on it yeah, throughout yeah. the entire conversation. But what's your take on it? Like overall, positive. Well, yeah, accepting um, how how. Okay, now I know what we're talking about. Okay, okay. Sorry, I kind of phased down. It's okay. Um, I get distracted <laughs> by the Lita Ford cassettes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lee Ford. Lee Ford, she was in the runaways. Uh, Chick, she was a runaway. She ran away oh, to be yeah, Lee yeah. Ford. I think the Bowling Green music community, as far as its acceptance for like uh, the LGBTQ culture, is. I've never had a problem. Um, they are generally very accepting. I've never tried to book a show or anywhere, and they were like, "No, nah, I don't know." <laughs> the only time they've ever been like that is like, "I don't know, y'all look weird," but that's that's a different. That's a marketing problem. Not I hate <laughs> <your face>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you all play YMCA? Yes, right, we do. <laughs> yes, you um, do. And it's stuck in my head for weeks after I hear it. That's not a bad thing. I no, love the book. We almost played, um, what's that one? It's uh, Macho Man. We almost played Macho Man. And I would. Why are you not playing? Oh. Okay, I'm going to put a request then. Solar Disco Force needs to do Macho Man. I'll message the band. But you have to wear... Somebody has to dress up like Macho Man Randy Savage. 
<laughs> or at least have someone come out and do the poses on stage. It sounds like you're volunteering, Dean. Um, sure. <laughs> I, I'd have to grow my beard out, and I really don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I would love to play Macho Man. I also like Go West. But anyway, um, but yeah, um, no, I haven't. It does had seem any... like a family, though. Um, in my opinion, like the connection between yeah. the communities of all of these things, they are very much a family. Yeah, and I that agree. was the whole meaning behind the message behind this episode. Yes, the more you know, love. The, yeah, it's different love. because I'm just used to interviewing one person and talking about a band and yeah. the timeline of their history. But totally, yeah. you both have already had that moment, so I'm trying to yeah, figure right. out how to host this. Yeah, yeah, totally. You're doing a great We're job. Three hours in, I think I figured it out. <laughs> but uh, man, we, we could have watched Titanic at this point. <laughs> Y'all could have watched both Titanic. VHSs. Yeah, I guess. both VHS. Yeah, both VHS. I wonder like, if they have Titanic here. It's like three. Guys. No, but this was here the other day. I was taping an episode with somebody, and the Columbo, Columbo, the complete series of Columbo on DVD. There's like ten discs in that thing. There's it's a lot huge. of Columbo. That's a lot of discs. It's 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 Columbo. It's Columbo. He's gonna solve it. Discs for people to take in. What? So that's a lot of discs for people to take in. Is that bad? No. Did I miss something? Oh no, I was being stupid. Stop being stupid. I'll tell you in a minute. Well, where are we now? Where are we? In what regards? Melomads music and more. Um, Where I, they've got Keith Richards cassette tapes and he'll never die. That's right. Yeah, he's like, he's not going to die. Yeah, is, uh, it's pretty wild. It's, re- it's remarkable. Yeah. yeah. Keith Richards and Betty White will well, never die. I love that story about how like he, he loved Chuck Berry and then he was on tour with you know Chuck Berry and then he goes into Chuck Berry's like dressing room and Chuck's not in there and then he sees Chuck's guitar he opens it up and he's like oh this is so cool and then like he hears a voice behind him and he's the voice says no one touches Chuck Berry's guitar and it's Chuck Berry and he punches Keith Richards yeah so I good. haven't heard this yeah oh like, my god one he talks about himself in third person and then punches like the dude he's on tour with it's very much a Garth Brooks thing to do <laughs> yeah. I've never understood that that's I, wild I haven't heard many Garth stories I have a Garth story. What's, what's uh, here we go. Here we go. I'm excited. Do you want, do you want oh, it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I moved to Nashville. I was a tech around town. Uh-huh. I worked for a cartage company. And we would do session artist setups for studios. And if the session was on Wednesday morning at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. we would set the gear up Tuesday night. Okay. So, I was not on the job very long. This was like my second week of being on this job. And I'm young. I'm like 21 or 22 years old at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, I'm kind of new to the world of seeing stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, everywhere I would go. Because I was behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, oh, God, this Kenny Rogers. Yeah. There's Reba McIntyre. She was a bitch. She was a Reba really? oh. have a bad story about Reba McIntyre. Funny on TV, shitty in real life. Oh. Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Reba McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so we're setting up the gear for a recording session the next morning, mm-hmm. the night before. It was the last stop I had to make. 
at this point I'd already been trained so I was let loose to drive the truck and do everything by myself so I pull up to the studio and it's got it's an older house with a beautiful studio it's on music row it's like 17th avenue and the <laughs> there's no loading but there's not like a, a normal load in mm-hmm. for gear because yeah. most studios down there have built a specific doorway mm. to load in with ramps and you know oh, it's okay. very elegant very nice this is a really old house that was been a recording studio back in the day when like mm. patsy klein was doing it okay. so nothing had been updated very much the only way in for me to get to the main room to set up is through the front door. So I knock on the front door, and it's like such an old school house that it's got a step stone sidewalk to get up to the three steps and a little tiny square like front porch thing for it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, this is how I'm gonna load in a bass rack yeah. and a drum gear, you know, drum equipment in hard road cases. Well, the the van for the Carter's company has the pull ramp, like a U-Haul, right? So Genius Dean goes, oh, I can just pull that sucker out and ramp it like from the bridge, back of the yeah. truck and make a bridge to the front door thing. So I talked to the guy, and, he, and he's in the control room. They're listening back to some playbacks. There's a few people in there, not very many. It's like 8 o'clock at night. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, just, hey, whatever you need, just let me know, but... I'm gonna let you do your thing. Here's the here's the main room that you're gonna be setting up in. It's over this door to the right. So I check out the space I need to go into. I pull up the ramp. I start loading in gear. I bring in the small stuff. Set it down in the corner. Time for the big road cases. I start wheeling in the first big road case. I get to the door. It's just me, and this case is like six feet long and kind of tall and a little top heavy. So I pull it up the ramp. I get it to the staircase. I start to pull it in over the little lip going into the door. And a voice behind me goes, hey, do you need some help? I said, oh, that'd be great. He said, well, I'll get this in if you want to go to the other side and we'll pick it up. So I climb over the case. I get on the other side. I lift up my end. The guy lifts up his end and we pull in the door. And as we're about to set it down, I look up and it's Garth fucking Brooks. (laughs) And I mean, I shit you not, I was like whoa that's a that's, trip out of all the people here yeah the guy in there right, listening yeah. to playbacks of the album sevens that he was recording there at the time yeah i had garth brooks help me load in that's the incredible. remaining gear off of this truck wow it's super nice asked me my name took time to get to know oh, me i'm just a car i'm a cartage guy i'm loading yeah. in the gear he's like well yeah but you know you're setting up allison's bass rig and yeah. she'll be here in the morning we're recording the song hey you want to hear some of the stuff Wow. and sure. he's like go in the kitchen anything you want to drink there's get a coke come on in the control room and i'm like Can I? it's like yeah. it was cool that's my Garth Brooks story. It's like, hey, care about a sandwich? And, <laughs> and I, I got to tell him, I said, you know, I, I've, I, I'm not big, big, big country fan, but I had tickets to see you a few years prior to this at Bridgestone, and I saw a Garth Brooks concert, mm-hmm. and it was great. Not my yeah. necessary yeah. cup of tea, but it was great. And I got to tell him that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, he was like, 
that means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a Misfits fan. I'm a punk rock guy. Like, I'm glad you kind of like <laughs> Fast forward about two years later. Yeah. I'm on the end of running this uh, job of doing cartage. Mm-hmm. I'm going through Soundcheck. Have you ever been to Soundcheck? Yeah. It's this gigantic oh, building no. where they do rehearsals for tours. Okay. okay. And they have four big rooms that are like the size of a high school gymnasium where you can oh, build a stage. And this is where all the big people yeah. rehearse and stuff i'm going down the hall with a big road case and i turn the corner and i almost run into this guy and it's garth brooks <laughs> do you remember him? and he went he looked at me no, he didn't remember me at that point and he looked at me he said hey sorry do you need help <laughs> i'm telling i'm not kidding that's not a joke. wow he's a helper he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a help. he's, super he's cool guy holder. he's standing there talking to people and that's shooting cool. the breeze with whatever he's doing and probably rehearsing or whatever the reason he's there and this guy was gonna like hey hey everybody hang on a second i'm gonna go help this dude load in road cases nice guy great super nice guy so well, didn't mean to go overboard on that but it's okay don't ask me for a garth brooks story and Party not get garth. it <laughs> <laughs> car but i had a lot of moments like that down there it's really cool very cool. It, huh. Nashville's not a bad place, depending yeah. on what you're doing. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. That's Speaking really- of Nashville, I had a dream come true last <laughs> summer. Oh yeah, that's super rad. That was like that was a cool show. And we were all three there. Yeah. Yeah, cool. we were all three cool there. Show. I forgot you were there. Yeah. Thanks. To play the exit. <laughs> <laughs> play, to play the exit in was awesome. It was. Um, I love playing the exit in. It was cool. You played the exit in. Yeah. I played there one time and it was a terrible experience. Wow, no. it was terrible. Please go. Um, what was it? Broke a bass string. Never happened before. It wasn't my bass. I've done that. It was, that. Um, it it's was because um, it was borrowed. Our our synthesizer stopped working. Oh, pedal problems. Oh, wow. No one there <laughs> to see this thing that wasn't happening. Um, and it was like it was like a Tuesday, so I kind of kind of understand it but like we'll we'll like i would play there again but that i've played good i've played bad shows and i know i'll play bad shows in the future but i'm not afraid of them so like (laughs) bring it yeah i'll I'll keep playing all the shows that are they're there well there you go do you have anything to add to your personal yeah the last time i was at exit it wasn't a great show um yeah you all had some technical difficulties towards the end (laughs) We did too. Everything was great, and then the last song, Seth's pedal board went out, and mm. yeah, I had oh, to yeah, finish it. Yeah. It's bad luck. Exodus playing. Yeah. playing there is bad luck. Maybe there is something about the Exodus that's bad um, luck. <laughs> no, a big part of it was the sound guy, the guy, well, the guy doing the sound, the sound guy, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, asked us. There's like, hey, we can record this. Oh yeah, and you get a live album. Yeah. It's like, ooh, you know, everybody else. I didn't really want to do it because I didn't think we could play it that well live. But whatever. Uh, we pay fifty dollars for it. So the way we have the cart kind of set up, the way we do our sound on stage, he sound checked us. Hey, it sounds great. Okay, so we went and screwed around for six hours because we had to sound check first and play last. Um, and so mid concert, now I I'm in nine inch boots. I'm wearing a dark helmet. Okay, yeah. usually when I'm on stage, and I'm wearing headphones. So usually when I'm on stage, I'm on stage. Like there, if you need something. I'm sorry. I can't understand you. I can barely see you, I know. and I can't walk over to you. Yeah. So I'm doing my best. Sound guy starts leaving notes like, hey, something's not right. I'm like, 
I am not in a position where I could fix this right yeah. now. You need to fix this. And it turns out it wasn't that big a deal because I was sitting there fighting with it. It wasn't even that big a deal. It was his sound recording that was the problem, not the that live was sound. It? Yeah. Oh, my so God. I was messing with it and it tore up the show. Now, the other thing that happened was uh, the laptop we have, we bought it just for the band, and the, mm. the hard drive was really slow. Mm. And the last couple songs, it quit acting right. Mm. I remember that. But uh, I've since upgraded the hard drive in that laptop, and now it's great. So... But yeah, it was it was we had a good time anyway. I had a good time. Not a good I, time. I made great. Professor Eclipse run off the stage and give everybody a high five. That. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was a fun night. And it was a Thursday night too. It so was a Thursday night. Roll the dice on stuff like that. Yeah. Well there's our Nashville <laughs> stories. Yay! Do you have any good Nashville experiences? Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've had some good Nashville yeah, experiences. Chick plays in Nashville all the time. Uh, we, That's we true. Had, we yeah. we do have like a Nashville show coming up. It's at the the Lipstick Lounge. Um, yeah, we're playing there. I've never I've been there a couple times, but I've never played there. We're playing with a uh, Taco Mouth. Hey. Uh, oh, Taco Mouth, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We played with them here. My at kind Tinballs. of band. Oh my god, I love them. Did you say tacos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're playing with them. It's uh like. April the twenty fourth. It's, it's a Friday, and then this should air before that. Okay, cool. So cool, plug cool. away. Yeah, yeah. That'll be April twenty fourth on Friday, and then uh, we're doing uh, live in the lot the next day. Uh, That's right. You are yeah. yeah doing that, and then like one other like place that we're playing that I haven't played with Daddy Sisters is Chattanooga, and that's going to be in uh, the fifteenth of February. Um, but uh, I'm working on. Uh, a tour that's like lasts like at least a week. I don't know. And that's the thing that yeah. you've really been wanting to do yeah, is to go do that, on the road. I See, yeah. I mean, I enjoy what I do and I believe in what I do and and like whenever we play to a new crowd, people are always like, "Yeah, that's that's pretty good." Yeah. That's a mood. Yeah. So so I I want to keep having that experience and bring it to other people other towns. Well, I hope going back to the very beginning of talking about where everybody is musically right now. I really hope you do, oh, and I would think yeah. as a two-piece band, that's gotta be like how how can you not like do that? I mean the the amount of room you have, it's just two people, drones, guitar. Yeah, I mean, your like your amps make up for the fact of almost being a three or four-piece oh, yeah. band. You know, yeah, I love like it's such a great feeling. You hit one note and it's like, wow. Oh, the last show I saw you. Recently was Tidballs. Oh yeah, was it? Uh, maybe this. Uh, I wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was great. And again, it's like the sound. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That just, was yeah. That could, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Well, yeah. I saw the Black Shade reunion, and then yeah. I saw a Daddy Sister show not too long. Before, yeah, that, that was like that. like, was like, that like that. the day after or something. And uh, I think we were we were pl- probably playing either with Taco Mouth or it was Baby Brains. Uh, baby brands. Okay, baby brands. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a really fun show. Uh, I was really impressed with them, and they're a Nashville band. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that that's uh, the first time I ever brought a Marshall with. I think I brought a Marshall. Yeah, it's it like, was. Yeah, I love because I took a great photo. Oh, I remember of the photo. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. The gear, and I was like, yeah, yeah. That's that's such like a give me my Iron Maiden record. <laughs> yeah, that that <laughs> I didn't like. I hate loading the big heavy thing, but. It's such a great feeling. You you play some notes, and it's just that air just hitting yeah. your backside. Oh my god, it's so big sounding. Need a dolly, I have a yeah, dolly. I, know, I, need, I, need, I take it everywhere I go. Yeah. So a I dolly is something the like king. That. 
King Dolly. Yeah. Well, also something else I really need, like I've been thinking about investing in, is like a van, like just to. That's why I'm buying a truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just just to haul everything in. There's uh, a, a, I don't really, I wouldn't say they're friends, but there's a band I'm pretty good fan of, and they're from Lexington. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll mention Storm Toker. Uh-huh. Um, they bought one of those small buses. Oh yeah. And they've converted it. Oh, that's cool. And they've built bunks in it. And they're that's a three-piece band, awesome. so again, it's like the spacing that's of super it. Cool. They've got the room for it. Yeah. And they, they I just saw the pictures and stuff. I'm like, "Man, I wish I was young again and I could still do that stuff, but I've done that." Yeah. You know, and it was great. It's yeah. a great thing if you can do it properly mm-hmm. and have all the right people in your corner, you can right. be very successful. And make a living at it. Not yeah. necessarily even making a living. You can survive. Yeah, you'd survive. And uh, I thought that was really cool. But I'm, I hope, you know, I can see both. I mean, you guys go to Detroit all the time. Yeah, you guys go to Detroit. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What's up there for Solar Disco Force to have gotten connected with? So this is a great story about how we got a connection to Detroit. Um, first year. Like, I don't even know. We might have put down two gigs. But we had the costumes. Everything was going, you know, we were just like, we should try out for America's Got Talent. Okay. And, you know, for shits and giggles. And so we went, um, <laughs> our saxophone player didn't dress up, but we all dressed up. <laughs> like, I got dressed in, um, like, the bathroom. We walked up there, six-inch boots, uh-huh. LED thing, and yeah. just the whole nine yards, everybody loved us. Oh, yeah. Oh, who are you guys? What are you doing? We're a band. Oh, band. man, that's cool. Um, funny story, we had to walk downstairs to go to the auditions. I fell. Oh, no. Twice. <laughs> no. You didn't get hurt? No. I'm tough. I don't get hurt. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so we apparently, I don't remember this because I was in a helmet, and it was hard to see, and it was hard to hear, but um, yeah, we met this guy. And he was from Detroit, and he was going to audition like in Chicago or something, but he missed it. So he drove all the way down to Nashville to audition. Oh. He's like, I really like you guys. I'm going to look you up. And we do this show in Detroit. It's called Nonsense Night, and we'd love to have you sometime. And we were like, oh, okay. Of course, we get like, hey, you should come do the show. Never anything about it again. Right. So you know what? Whatever. His name is J-Rose. He does looping stuff now. He's really mm-hmm. cool. And his, at the time, business partner, Phoenix, mm-hmm. and Phoenix is really cool. Um, they're both really cool. They're like, hey, we're doing this thing called Nonsense Night. Y'all should come to Detroit. We'll pay you $200. Give you a place to sleep. And I'm like, hey, okay. So we make we make plans for that. Um, we actually planned a whole tour around it. We played in Cincinnati, Detroit, and then back in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, and, dude, that Nonsense Night was crazy. It was a Solar Disco Force-themed, like, escape room thing like they had the lizard people they had people actors who dressed up and put on makeup to look like the lizard people and you had to fight them and stuff that was a whole thing they actually totally got yeah your yeah and they made a whole whole, like game out of it and then at the end they had to come rescue us because we got to sit upstairs in this room pretending to be like tied up and they had to go rescue us from the lizard people it was a whole thing and then we played a show yeah it was amazing that is absolutely cool. The second time we went up there, it wasn't like that. Because uh, we, we pressured them. Like, they were going to give us another gig. And we were like, yeah. we need it in May. They're like, we don't know if we can give it to you in May. It's like, we need it in May. Mm. Well, okay, it's so we just kind of went May. up there and played. Yeah. And then um, we played Pride up there because <laughs> usually for things like Pride, I'll just shotgun blast this side of the, the country uh-huh. of all the Pride festivals. And yeah. whoever gets back to me 
gets back to me. Yeah. And Detroit got back to us that year. And I was like, okay, yeah, we'd love to come play. They got us a, a very bizarre hotel room that I'll never forget. It wasn't the Clown Hotel, was it? No, it was an old factory. The floors were all cement. Um, <laughs> so there, there was only rugs under the bed. And I always remember the shower, instead of having like a sliding door or a shower curtain, it half the shower had a pane. And you re- and there was a hole cut out, and you reached in, and that's how you turned on the shower. It didn't move. Ooh. It was just, I, I mean, it worked, but it was just weird. That is very weird. Yeah. It was bizarre. Hmm. But yeah, that's how we got shows in Detroit. We knew a couple people there. I don't know if we can do them anymore, but besides, Detroit's like seven hours away. Yeah, it's yeah, a, a bit of a haul. Woo! So, I got a lot of uh, New Orleans stories, though. I don't yeah. know if they'd fit for this particular interview, but I do have a lot of fantastic New Orleans oh, stories. Yeah. Well, it's now or never. Oh, fine. My, I'm, I'm almost done. Okay, fine. Well, do you I only need to you stretch? Do oh, you yeah, need you to stand me. and stretch? You both look very. Because I'm old. Unco- really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm old. Okay. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. 24 is an old. We age. are sitting in the 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 spot in Mellow Mass Music and where the bands perform. Really? Yeah. This okay. is where all of the great shows of Mellow Mats over the years have occurred in this very section of flooring and it's very hallowed ground at this point um i don't think we could fit we did yeah you guys got the big keyboard stuff yeah we do have big keyboard stuff um anyway so you have to move this thing oh that's the record rack that's got the the records the dollar records oh okay if you pull this out then you actually have room for a band all right, I, I get to share this story with the public. I've shared it with certain people. I don't know if I've shared it with you. No, probably not. Okay, so there's a couple good stories from New Orleans. Um, one of them was we decided to go to um, Bourbon Street because that's what you do. I wanted to go to New Orleans, and I wanted to experience New Orleans. I had all kinds of New Orleans food, and I did all this stuff. Everybody else was just on Pokemon Go. I'm like, you guys suck. We're in New Orleans. Yep. I wanted to see all the balconies and all the fun things, so I wanted to go to Bourbon Street. Yep. Um, the Guardian I and I started drinking booze. Like, we got one of those cups that are oh, this Lord. tall, yeah. filled with 151 just about. That's like a 151 slushy. Oh, it was great. So we got a little buzz walking up and down. Right next to where we got the booze, there is a Hustler strip club. Hmm. And P.E. and Groove were like, we got to go to the strip club. We should all go. And I'm like, I didn't come to New Orleans. To go to the strip club. There's strip clubs, you know, not necessarily in Bowling Green. We don't want to go to the strip clubs. Like Louisville oh, or Nashville. On. No. Um, smells like pee. <laughs> God. Like pee. But they're like, well, we want to go. I was like, well, I'm going to go walk up and down Bourbon Street and have, like, a time. Y'all do whatever. So we did. Do you drink bourbon on Bourbon Street? I did not. See, that's weird. But I had 151. They, they, they sell, sell, like, a lot of hurricanes over there. The hurricanes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I had was, a, like, a 151 hurricane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway... So we walked up and down, and apparently they went, and there was a two-drink minimum, and P.E. got this beer that he just hated. It was terrible, apparently. Drink it. So he didn't drink it. Um, but Uh-oh. they went, and they watched these dancers, and um, I'm going to get in trouble for telling this story. But um, they watched these dancers, and there was one that was, like, dancing to Parliament. And so they were like, hey, I like your choice of music. And I swear to God, she looked right at Groove and was like, thanks, do you want a lap dance? And Groove, well, that's, the, that's their job. Yeah, I know, but Groove's like, uh, sure. So Groove paid like sixty dollars at the strip club that day, forty dollars for a lap dance. 
Um, and apparently, this came up in conversation. It's too much. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, there's so many people in this store. I'm going to whisper just like this. I'm just yeah. going to be like. So apparently, there was there was there was a conversation about um, how much how much how much butthole Groove had seen while he was there, and it was yeah, like like. Something like, oh, spread her legs. I'm like, so you, so you looked oh, at her butthole, and I was, and he was like, well, yeah, but I only saw this much. So now there's this hand signal for how much, how <laughs> much is, butthole you've seen. Yeah, that, it's about this much. So now you can go up to like, about this much. He's like, yeah, about that much. <laughs> I have a tool in my arsenal now. Yeah, how much? I always much? use. Yeah, when I see you guys now. Yeah, that's right. Um, the other story, and this is a better story. Um, that's the intro icebreaker story. The, this story, um, so much ice. Mr. Bixby's <laughs> Sex so Toy warm. Emporium and Arcade. I've heard of this place. Oh yeah, it don't go. Um, okay, so we <laughs> there's a bridge. I'm sure there's lots, but there's a bridge in um, <laughs> New Orleans. Built in around water. Yeah, that it goes right next to the um, the Folgers um, factory. Folgers in, is in New Orleans? Yeah. I know. And they have a big, I don't know, building, and it's got folders, like a Folgers coffee can painted on it. Of course. Folders, yeah. But on the other side of that bridge is a billboard for Mr. Bixby's Sex Toy Emporium and Arcade. And we were like, oh, man, we've got to go there. I mean, wouldn't that be cool? Hi. Like an adult arcade with, like, sex toys. Like I'm intrigued. <laughs> Yeah, the name we were too. Yeah. Um, and so we decided to go to this restaurant, and I had uh, crawfish etouffee because. Oh. Um, <laughs> so after that, we decide, okay, let's go. It's ten miles out of town in an industrial park, of course, like behind the gas station. I never understood why the cool shit ends up in like an industrial yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in an old warehouse. And the sign outside looks exactly like the billboard. Mr. Bixby's Sex Toy Emporium and Arcade. I just love the And name. there's nobody there. There's like two cars there. And I'm, we're like, I'm oh. Not so we pull up and we walk in and the room is sickling, sickeningly white with all like the the bulbs. It's just the shelves are white. The floor is white. Everything's so white. And there's like barren shelves. If you move a black light over it? I don't know. Oh. Oh. But here, here's where that comes into play. So it's it's, it's Mr. Bixby's Sex Toy Emporium and Arcade. So I look to the left. We walk in a little bit. I look to the left. There's a doorway with a room that's entirely blue. And above the door on a cheap LED sign, it says Arcade. And so I take a deep breath and I, you know, boldly walk in. And as soon as I walk in, I walk into a hallway that's perpendicular to the rest of the room. And it's filled with individual doors. And as soon as Megan walks in, the woman behind the counter says, women aren't allowed back there. And it was at that point, because at first I thought maybe I'll give it, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Maybe each game is behind one door. And she was like, women aren't allowed back there. And I was like, I know exactly what this is and we need to leave. And so they spent like the next 10 minutes walking around Looking for games to play. No, looking at all the stuff, like, ooh, look how long this one is, and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm on hormones at this point, Have you ever seen and I am dying Great of American embarrassment. Challenge? The what? The Great American Challenge. No. It's, you have to Google that. Oh, okay. Just Google the Great American Challenge. You're welcome. Okay. So, they and I'm dying of embarrassment. I'm like red. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. See, I, We've I, now, we I'm are now those. I'm more comfortable in places like that than... 
Well, now we're, we've now announced ourselves as those goofy white out of towners well, that you know thought they were going to the arcade. There's that. So we wanted to leave, and I was like, "Can we leave?" So, and I was embarrassed all the way back to the hotel, <laughs> and I had to drink booze to calm down. It was that I was just oh, that Lord. done. Mr. Bixby's sex toy emporium and arcade. I like this. <laughs> Open Monday through Saturday. <laughs> it was a time on Sunday for. The families to enjoy. Oh God! Family, no. family time. Yeah, Mr. Bixby's. I like that. So there you go. That's th- those are the two. I think that should be the name of your next album. No. <laughs> the name of the, what is the name of the next album? You know, I don't know, but it's going to be something like um, the Solar Disco Force Super Show. It's a, it's yeah, a the concept intergalactic album. dance party. Yeah, absolutely. Which I just listened to the other day. Actually. Great. I love. Uh, it. I love. I love it. I love both records. It's but like Game Genie or something. <laughs> well, yeah. the next album's a concept album. It's supposed to be like the TV show, and it has a story, and it's, it's even got commercials in it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to be great. That is going to be great. It's going to have the theme song now. Because hmm. so, it's like a TV show. Yeah, it's going to be like the Solar Disco Force TV show. Like I my I'm S- very intrigued. Yeah, I want my SDF. me too. Do what? I want my SDF. Like, so I want my so it, it could be it could become a satellite channel. Yeah, it's like UHF but SDF. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> be a cool thing. And late at night they'll show reruns of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes. yes. The magic word for today is wet beef. Ah! Everything has come full circle. Yeah. yeah, full circle. I want to I want to point out real quick before we wrap this up. This is officially the longest Sound Atlas episode. Uh, beating <laughs> the great bass master Dave Allen by about 20 minutes. Oh, dang. His was three hours long. Dang. But when you interview someone who started playing bass in the uh, 60s, oh. they have a long story. Yeah. They have a long story to tell. And he was very talkative about life, and he had a lot to say, and it was great. It's actually a really good episode. So look up the uh, Dave Allen episode of the Sound Atlas, which is clocked in right at three hours. This is three hours and 23 minutes. Oh, yeah. um, all of our butts are numb from sitting here for too long. I brought sure? my own chair, by the way. I've been bringing my own that's, my drum good, stool. Yeah, it's the Rock and Sock drum stool. Yeah, the Rock and Sock. Very, yeah. very, very comfortable. Um, yeah. I don't sure. play drums anymore, but I still use my drum stool. <laughs> Be sure to check out Chick Falcon's show on the Sound Atlas too, if you haven't. Oh, thank you. Oh, we all have Sound Atlas episodes. Who interviewed you? Tommy Starr. I was his oh, first really? guest. Oh, okay. See, I was supposed to be Russell's next guest. Yeah. But he he had recorded uh, sixteen episodes, and then it kind of fell off, and there was this big gap between April and August of 2018. Of no Sound Atlas episodes. And then Tommy Starr took over as host. And Russell said, the first person you have to interview is Dean because he was next on my list. And so Tommy interviewed me. So I'm episode 17. Okay. I can't remember your numbers. but I don't know. Uh, you, were, you were both fairly early guests for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed I had that. tacos. Yeah, Allison came to my house and had tacos on Taco Tuesday. And not many people have had that. Uh, Chick is is invited over to bring. uh, You're supposed to come over and have dinner at some point. We haven't planned that yet. We've talked about it. Yeah, we talked. But I was like, 
Well, I'd rather you come over and have tacos, or, or you said something about us coming over to your place to have dinner yeah, sometime. Yeah, I'd love that sometime. I would What's rather do cooking? that than meet at Applebee's. <laughs> Dang, it's... I don't know. No Applebee's. Yeah. No. There's um, still one in Glasgow. Do you know that? Oh, I didn't it's know that. It's still open. I didn't know that. It's still open. They microwave the steaks. You can still go to an Applebee's nearby and have a microwave steak. Well, don't they have like free apple pie, though, on Wednesdays? I don't know. I was never a fan. The, food. the the whole There's Applebee's thing pie, was never I mean, cool to me, I'm and then that movie pie. with uh, Owen Wilson ruined it. Wait, oh, what? There was a movie that Owen Wilson's in. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. And he uh, they made fun of Applebee's. They were like, if you want to pick up a girl, you can't go to Applebee's. Like they went to Applebee's thinking they were going to meet chicks and. I can't. I don't even remember. I saw. I saw the pre. This is how yeah. great I am with movies. I saw the preview of this movie. You can't go to. And I did not see the actual movie. Yeah. But that's all that stood out to me because wow. <laughs> and they talked about Applebee's, and I thought that was hilarious. And then our Applebee's closed and became <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was like, uh, it's because Owen Wilson yeah. went. Applebee's is not cool, and they they shut it down. Wow. Well, people start like on on all the things that I sell that say very rare. Wow, people will put like Owen Wilson like nah. wow. <laughs> they put wow wow. <laughs> well, Chick, see, Chick whole... Falcon sells gear. Yeah, lots of beautiful. It, it, it's, gear. Supposed, it's supposed to, to like play with it. Yeah, it's supposed hey, to dude. stick out like uh, in like because there's stick listings, out and play listings, with listings, it. listings. So it's like very rare. Wow! <laughs> and then I remember I, I'd be getting like hate mail saying, "Stop with like stop with all the caps and stop with the wow." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, look. Either buy the damn guitar or leave me the fuck yeah. alone. Oh, I, I did get an email like last week. They said, "Are you in the market for anything, or are you in the need for anything that goes bang?" And I was like, <laughs> "Does it go like, bang bang?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like my hips, bang bang. No, no, but yeah, no, baby. I didn't. I knew he meant guns. Yeah. Um, I did. I did have another guy ask me. Uh, what did he say? He said, uh, "I'd like to trade for trade your guitar for for man stuff." And I was like, "Get the th- then, then is he that said, a thing?" Then he said, "If if you have to ask what man stuff is, then you are not a man." Like, okay, uh, guess let me, what? Wait, let me take a guess. Let me take a guess. The thing is, like, uh, I want to take a guess. Okay, is man stuff fishing rods, axes? And car parts. I would assume, but they never did let me know because I didn't. I didn't like. I, I wasn't interested in like their man stuff. <laughs> like that's K. That that is totally understandable. Yeah, I'm just trying to understand some, what that is. I'm like, I'd say probably some some like wood shavings, maybe. Yeah, like, are you talking about like a wood chipper, a, bar, like a grill, maybe a chainsaw, know? and a boat? Like, what are we talking about here? I don't know. A pontoon with a a giant saw blade <laughs> in the middle, with LED lights underneath it, blasting Eminem. Yeah, I, is that man manly? I don't know. Skinnered maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What do yeah. men listen to? Nickelback. Yeah, like some. I don't know. Sorry, I, like I, some, I some totally. Yeah, yeah who I knows? went there. I went I there. Don't listen to Nickelback. Yeah, I, I had. I said. Like those those type yeah. of men, you know. Those types. 
The ones with the big trucks that blow out black smoke and have a ball sack on the back oh, of the yeah, trailer the ball hitch. Stuff, yeah. Ball sack. I got a story about that. I get the story about the, the ball sack off the trailer hitch. Um, I used to mow grass for my dad <laughs> years and years and years. And we'd mow um, like Hancock County um, school system. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had a lot of things like that. And um, there was this truck. Every day I saw it. And um, it had truck nuts hanging off of it. Truck nuts. Yeah. And um, we've invented so many great band names that truck better nuts. become bands over time. Um, and on the truck nuts, it was written, um, you wish your nuts were as big as this. Yeah, I was going to take a guess of don't tread on me. but yeah. So yeah. I wanted to, I really wanted to bring one of those markers you could write on cars and they can just scratch it off with a credit card or something. Take those nuts. Drive over, throw him in the woods, take that pin right on the back of his truck. Where are your nuts now, bitch? <laughs> I really wanted to, and I never got around to it. That's oh. a pity. I, I really would like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I do really like the propellers you can put on the back of it. Just like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's so goofy. That's so salt so life, man. Yeah, salt in life. In Kentucky. Oh, I don't get life. me started about I know. salt life in I'm, Kentucky. I didn't mean to. Oh. Didn't mean to, all but, you know, salt. we all agree. <laughs> Three of us are in the same universe, I believe. Yeah. It's a strange place, too. It's not bad. No, yeah, it's not it's a bad. It's place like to it. be. We are loving, open-minded, accepting people. Toads. Yep. We are aliens in human bodies. And we have officially reached three hours and 30 minutes, which means this episode of the Sound Atlas is officially the longest ever, and that is winning. Tiger Blood, love both of you thank you so much for doing this thank you for the idea of doing this and if, if you play this underneath of titanic it totally matches up <laughs> go ahead rose. <laughs> was it Ray, was it rain rose i've never seen titanic was her name rose yes okay yeah, i've yes. seen enough memes to know that yeah i haven't seen titanic the only Titanic I've seen is the replica in Gatlinburg. They have a Titanic. Or I guess it's Pigeon Forge. I'm sorry. They have a t- replica Titanic. They have a replica Titanic. It's uh, it's like a you can walk in it. It's got like certain features and items. It's like a museum. They actually yeah. have real shit from the ship. Hmm. But then they've got like a fucking arcade where you win a slinky if you get enough tickets. <laughs> nice. It's right next to the uh, Alabama Bar and Grill. Hmm. Pigeon Forge, man. Yeah. Well, Dean, we want to say that we love you, yeah, and we're going to miss you not doing the, the Sound Atlas episodes anymore. We're going to write a lot more songs. <laughs> <laughs> These are, I love, love doing this. I haven't said much about it because I'm still doing interviews yeah. even to now, but um, I've absolutely loved it, and I hope it's educated our people on... We, we all know each other, and we're getting to know each other on another level. Yeah. Because everybody can walk up to you and see you at a show and talk to you about music and stuff. But I think to get your background, your story, your history, and then to listen to all of them as a collective, it's the Bowling Green music scene as if it's a family tree. Oh, yeah. And totally we're is. all the yeah, branches of, yeah. and we're all connected and that's what I've loved about I think Russell Brooks started something I really hope it continues as of taping this episode I don't know the future of what's to come for the Sound Atlas but I really really hope it continues Yeah, please Yeah, and I, I want to go back to being a fan because I was a huge fan I yeah. listened to every episode that Russell and Tommy did and then the next thing I know I was asked to be well I was asked to be 
interviewed by Tommy, and then I listened to all of Tommy's episodes. But then yeah. they handed it to me, and I was like yeah. very grateful for that. So I've enjoyed it. But I've got to interview a few people that I just didn't know much about, and it, and it really opened my eyes to much bigger things yeah. of this music scene. But the purpose of this episode was to talk about the involvement of music scene and the LGBTQ plus community. And I think we have not only done that with being ourselves, but we've had fun doing it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a blast. So I hope that brings uh, that to the surface for a lot of people. I'm, I hope it does. We're just cool people. Yeah. Be just like be, us. Just trying to be cool. Just be cool. Shut that shit down. <laughs> We're being negative. <laughs> Anyway, we are at Mellow Matt's Music and More, and uh, thank you, Matt, for allowing us to do this. Thank you, Alan and David, while they've been here, uh, and all the customers that got to hear all the wonderful things oh we talked about. I was really surprised. A few of them looked, you know, they, yeah. looked, they looked like normal people, and I was expecting them to start yelling and screaming and being like dicks about what we were talking about, but everyone was very nice and polite yeah, and uh, i i hope that uh we are not banned from the store nah this is the first time i've ever been here too no i didn't yeah what 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 yeah it's mellow mats yeah, i know that it's mellow I, yeah I, i've been here now <laughs> for three and a half hours it's got incense yeah right, right here right. i smell it i'll smell it hours from now <laughs> allison star yes chick falcon oh hey. yeah Thank you all so much. Thank you. And uh, let's uh, move forward and hopefully keep fighting the good fight for not only our music scene, but the community. (laughs) Anything else to add before we go? Um, Like I said, I wanted to thank you for this opportunity. You're a great host and a great ally to the community. I like the the ally. Um, Love you, Chick. Love you, too. And I love you guys listening. Yeah. Yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you the listener yeah i'm talking to you you all right i don't know where to go i don't yeah. know how to end it usually i go so well, who are your favorite bands <laughs> <laughs> we already know the answer to that yeah. it's lover boy and the hooters and bon jovi and all the cassette tapes behind you good night good luck from mellow mass music and more bye bye bye